I'm about to lose my mind. You've been gone for so long. I'm running out of time. I need a drunk tank. Call me a drunk tank. I need a drunk tank, drunk tank, to bring me back to life. This Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by Bing. Only Bing now integrates information from your friends on Facebook and experts on Twitter so you can tap into their knowledge and opinions and spend less time searching and more time doing. Now search goes social. Check it out at bing.com. I just looked up terrible theme song on Bing and it found our podcast. <laughs> Come on, you got to love it. You got to love our theme song. Yeah, Rihanna, so, so that's a podcast thing. That's, that's, that's awesome. A lot of people slam their genitals into filing cabinets before they record these things. What? <laughs> I get what you're saying. Think Would that be voice. considered a falsetto? I believe yes. that was an attempt at a falsetto. Who's yeah. the oh, that was dude? Leprason from the website. Oh, we know Lepra. We're going yeah. down to the. Gav and I are going down to Australia. Well, how do you feel now? You just made fun of him. I really yeah. liked you. And you <laughs> how, how do you like him now? I will shake your hand. Nah, I can, ta- I can take him. <laughs> you, have you not met Leprason? I, d- I don't know. Is it Leprason, I guess? <laughs> I think Leprason. But it's spelled like Leprason, right? S A U M. Yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, he's part of the RT OZ crew. Uh, uh, they actually came out to visit us, and we're going down, Gavin and I, to yeah, Australia yeah. this week. We will be in Sydney, Australia, for Supernova. We are on the plane right now. <laughs> we're getting <laughs> on close, the plane. and uh, we're uh, then we're going to be in Perth. That's how I would say it. The yeah. way you say I've, it. I've never been out to Perth to anything other than like Sydney and Melbourne. I'm a little jealous. How many continents exist on on planet so Earth? So Gavin doesn't think that Australia is a continent. Is you, what we just why, why do you not think it's a continent? Because it's a country. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And so what, what qualifies a continent? What are the continents? Name there there how many continents are there, first of all? How many? Uh Europe, Asia. No, no. I want North, the number. Right off the top seven? of your head. Seven. Okay, okay. so good name. I'm going Europe. Yep. North America, South America. Got him. Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Asia. Australasia. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. And one more. Africa. Yeah. Right. So you named Australia as a continent. I said Australasia. Australasia. Is that the UK equivalent of Australia? Austra- well, I think you what fuckers continent? are bitter what that continent? you lost Australia, so you're just trying to make it not a continent. What's, what, what, what continent is New Zealand on? It's part of the continent of Australia. What continent what? is... What continent Australia is the, is the country. What, what continent is the UK on? Europe. There you go. Yeah, so how is this a fucking foreign concept you're like saying, What you're saying is you're, uh, England is on the continent of France. It doesn't make any sense. It's a different country. You guys say Australasia? Yeah. I've no, listen, we say Australia. It's a continent of Australia. It's Australia. You, you're both wrong. I'm going to look up on Bing.com right now. Let's see <laughs> if you Australasia. Look up, if you look up idiots in your social feed. Why, <laughs> why, why would you name a continent? Okay. Why would you name a continent after the country? Why would you name a country after the continent? Are you assuming that one that, that one came before the other? What? What are you on about? What are you on about? <laughs> what does that even mean? Austral Asia is a region of Oceania comprising of Australia, New Zealand, and the island of New Guinea and neighboring islands in the Pacific Ocean. Doesn't say anything about it being Austral Asia is not a continent. What's what's the uh oh. let's get the list of, <laughs> oh. let's get the list of continents. <laughs> It must be fun being Gavin because like everything's new to him, and like you know, you have so much to learn and discover. Dude, I would be annoyed if I lived in New Zealand and I lived in Australia at the same time. You, you get annoyed that you, you're from the UK but you live in Europe. I'm not annoyed. Do you live in Europe? Yeah. Okay. There you go. 
Uh, a lot of people in the UK get upset when you refer to them as Europeans. Well, it's because we refer to them as Europeans. Because we're because mainland Europe is one big chunk and we're completely separate. So we just refer to that as Europe. Like we're going over to Europe. Right. But we're obviously still Europe. You're a European. Uh-huh. I can refer to you as a European and you're okay with that. If you want. Okay. Would you say someone from Canada is an American? That's no. Interesting. No. Would you? No. Does it bother, you think it bothers Canadians that they're on the continent of America? Northern version? Do you think that's the case? In fact, so, why, are they get to, why don't they get to call themselves Canada or America? Because they are the north part of North America. So is, they should have precedence. Yeah. <laughs> is Australia not... Why do we get the name America? Is Australasia <laughs> not a continent then? What's that? No. We, we, we went so through what, that already. What's that thing, Oceania? What's that? I don't know what Oceania is. Is that the continent? I think that's a region. That's like the region. Like when we talk about yeah. we distribute DVDs down there, we call it that our oceanic distributor. Because it includes Australia and uh, all those islands. Yeah, exactly. So we probably use the term Oceania the way that you use Australasia. How is New Zealand more Asia, like including New Zealand? Because New Zealand is further away from Asia than Australia is. Yeah. So to include New Zealand, you use the name of the continent I'm, to its furthest I'm, I'm sure they go off of plates, right? Like tectonic plates? I've like heard where they you, Don't get Gavin started. Oh, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot about that. I've heard of Eurasia as well as, like, as a region. Before the Earth like expanded, where was New Zealand? In the mush. <laughs> In the scrum. <laughs> I like to think of the continents as rugby players. <laughs> ripping ears off. And- <laughs> people, get, people get on us for getting on Gav. When he talks, but then they also when we let something fly that we don't call him on, then Dude, they really get upset. If with you us. want to see just pure unedited Gavin, watch <laughs> watch Aru from this week. So we like so Jeff's out of town, and so I had, I had Gavin sit in and do the game releases. We had and, a little dance as well at the beginning, and we did have a little dance at the beginning. And you somehow fell on a flat floor with stood on my laces. But um, so I had Gavin do the achievement of the week. The achievement of the week was I forget, I forget, what's the name of the achievement? Do you remember what it was? <sighs> it was it, it's a lollipop chainsaw. It's a lollipop chainsaw achievement. It has to do with peeking under the skirt. Like apparently, if you peek under her, like the main character's skirt, you get an achievement for that. What a week for Jeff to be absent. <laughs> so, um, so that's the achievement. There are three games coming out this week. There's lollipop chainsaw, dirt something like an, another dirt game, and something called what it like Babel Unleashed or something. Babel Rising. Babel Rising. So uh, you know, you know, it seems. Like I gotta say, there's only three games coming out this week. Not yeah. to interrupt your story, but it seems like there's so much visibility on video games this week. This would be a great week to release a new title. Yeah, do you think, think so? I guess people worry about getting buried. Well, also people are also thinking about upcoming games too. But yeah. Anyway, so of those three games, one of which involves a cheerleader running around in a skirt. Go on. One of which is a a racing game, and one of which we don't know what the game is about. And the achievement has to do with looking under a skirt. And Gavin didn't know what game it was in. And we've got it all on video. Yeah, but then you and, said it was in, you said like really deadpan, no, it's in Battle Rising. I said, what game do you think it's in? It's in Battle Rising. Yeah. And so, I said it just like that. And he, he thought that was me being legit. Oh. And so after all that, you've you also still got to remember that. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's a good minute and a half of Gavin just being flat out. You've got to remember that while we're doing Awu, 40% of my attention is going into what I'm supposed to say. 60% is looking in the viewfinder and trying to dodge being slapped in the back of the head. Like, I'm on edge the whole time. <laughs> it so. is important. Yeah. But that adds up to 100%. We know you don't operate at 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. I lost a couple That's of percent. That's way more than, than you've got. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that the other day because I heard some... There's a thing that people do on Facebook and Twitter where they post motivational. Oh, oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> Forever. Everyone. 
It really is. It's like they like turn into a fortune cookie. And Can they there just, be a separate Twitter for that? Uh, yeah, for just motivate. I wish you could like filter out all, like get a database of all motivational quotes or inspirational quotes, and just I don't want us to ever see them, yeah. and I don't want to see anybody's inspirational quotes. So somebody posted that like today I'm going to give it 115 percent or 110 percent or something I, like that's that. That's a pet peeve of mine. And they said that, and I was like, "Fuck you!" You know who I was thinking about? I was thinking about Monty. Like Monty works really hard, mm-hmm. yes. and like. People always say, I'm going to give it 110%. Like, Monty is a guy where it's like, Monty's trying to give 100%. He understands 100% is the most that you can give it. And he literally tries to give it 100%. Like, when he's working on something, he's like, how do I not sleep? Because sleep does not contribute to this thing. It attracts percentages. He is trying to reach 100% of effort on what he does. It is amazing to watch. He gets down to the point of like, how do I reduce my amount of steps to go from here to here so that I can continue to work? Mm -hmm. That's someone who understands like what it takes to get stuff done. And it's like, you don't see Monty making posts about, you know, 110%, you know. He'll say that. that you know. That's a huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah. The, the anything over 100%. Now, I'm, I'm almost hesitant to tell this part of the story because it might give people the wrong idea. But someone recently signed me up for a newsletter, an email newsletter, <laughs> the quote of the day database. <laughs> so every day I was getting bombarded with fucking quotes. No, I, 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 it, it was driving me insane. <laughs> I'm staying quiet because I don't want to get hit by the trap. No, I don't want to get signed up. But I, you said that now <laughs> people are going to start signing you up for other stuff. Right. As well. I may ask to get this part cut. <laughs> yeah. I did something recently to get Yeah. Do you want to yeah. talk about that, Jack? Yeah. So I was at E3 last week. We'll get into that later. But uh, Great job at E3, by the way. Thank you very much. I've, I'm, I've, I've got like 100 hours. I've got like a solid hour of footage and like 100 clips to go through still. So there's going to be more videos. But anyway. Awesome. Um, so I met up with Mega64 guys. while like I just bumped into them at, literally at the Xbox booth. I was standing there waiting for someone. And I was like, oh, hey, look. It's Rocco and, and all those guys. Sweet. And so I was like, hey, let's let's cut a video or let's shoot some real quick. And so those guys don't do interviews. Like, they don't do proper interviews at all, which is fantastic. And, like, their, their style of humor I love. And so they go on this two-minute rant, end up talking about vinyl records and, and the, <laughs> kid, the, the strutter from Kiss. And then Rocco was talking about, like, if you like this video, email. And then he said he said an email address that was not the email address I wanted him to say. And so um, he said that twice, and so I got back to I got back to the hotel or whatever, and I edited the video, and I redubbed it with Gavin's email address. Nice, <laughs> awful. No, so, awful. Gus, if somebody did that to you, you would hit the fucking roof. I, I would, but if it's Jack and Gavin, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, really funny. So it's, it's, a to, between, it's a difference between comedy and drama. If you were Gus at Monday meeting, he would show up with the mail server, and he would hit it with a fucking sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. and go, nobody gets email. <laughs> so this is what I'm dealing with now. I've, I've got my Rooster Teeth email address on my phone. And in the video, he said, also email five of your favorite songs. (laughs) Attach them. Attach them to the email. So I'm about to go to Australia, where every megabyte counts, and I've got, like... 500 emails coming in every day. This is a serious with, deal. With five songs attached. Every email is like 12 megs. And it's gonna, what's, it's, what's the most common song? I'm not listening to these songs. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> listening. So my, my email address is ruined. So thanks. Don't bother trying to contact me on that one. So Wait, I don't, you I, gave him his Rooster Teeth email address, yeah, right? Yeah. So I do what not. I've just removed it from my phone. Nice. Not okay. So I do not feel guilty about this at all. Because first of all, thanks for having me back on the podcast. <laughs> and second of all, fuck all of you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. guys are fucking Jesus fucking Christ, man. Jack, I, the you, last you listen to that podcast, I tried to help. Yeah, at the very end, so you, you. Can, so you can defend now. It went from, it it, went from flashlights to the 
disgusting it was like, yeah, straight like, what the, <laughs> it went, like I don't know what the fuck happened like who did I piss off but like suddenly the last like three podcasts you guys have been shitting on me and fuck but, all you guys no, but, I got the but, beard that was an homage to you oh, you yeah. you said you were trying to defend Jack I was talking about gross dudes and how gross dudes are you immediately went to Jack straight away it was yeah, like yeah. imagine Jack you, know, you were leading <laughs> into the conversation about kissing a dude with a big beard I go let's let's cut to the chase you're talking about Jack I did inadvertently. I did inadvertently bring up the flashlight conversation, which led to fucking flashlight. God damn! So <laughs> your tweet, so we've been your tweet made my day when I said, "Jesus like, Christ, guys, guys!" I threw it away. I threw it away. Like we okay, we finally got away from that. I was so happy because like that fucking thing we had talked about it forever yeah, ago. It, like we have mentioned it. Like it was something I didn't even want to bring up back in the day. And then someone was like, "You have to talk about." it. I was like, "All right, fucking hell!" Because if I wasn't going to say something, someone else would bring it up. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll talk about it and just get it over with." So. <laughs> that followed me around for months and months and months. Like, God damn it. And then finally I just ignored it. And it finally <laughs> fucking went away. And no one said anything. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, flashlights. And then, God damn, I can't fucking get away from it now. Now everyone thinks I'm like a flashlight connoisseur or something. Well, which is your favorite? Oh, fuck. So, I, so the fun thing was me having to explain to my girlfriend why oh. these guys are talking about flashlights. Does she listen to the podcast? Huh? Now, now she does, yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, you're like, now also I just recently got her onto the website. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to explain this to you because some jackass is going to write on your comments. <laughs> Don't what? explain it. Yeah. And so, anyway, and I explained it to her. She's fine with it. But anyway, long story short. <laughs> you broke up with that it. fleshlight long before you met her. <laughs> she doesn't know he's going to be jealous. I do not own a fleshlight. It has been thrown away. Okay. All right, I do not own one. Sure. I, I, I mean, mean, I don't believe you, but sure. Well, I do own one, and I poured your water through it. Whoa. Let's stop making I, jokes about I took, that. I took your, uh, yeah, as poured on one end and let it come out the other end, and so you've been drinking that for the past. Right, so it's a straight shot through? Yeah, right through. <coughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I picture it like a martini shaker, like you'd have to cover it and shake it up. <laughs> 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 All right, we can't, we can't have another gag podcast. I can't do it, guys. I can't but his eyes are going up. You know what's about to happen? I can't so, do it. So we, uh, yeah, I, I was actually contemplating possibly like trying to find the PR guy for flashlight and see if I get all you fuckers flashlights so it's not just me anymore like everyone's got one but yeah listen, fuck listen, all you guys listen, so. listen, we listen. save that for the video podcast <laughs> Jack I, I did on the podcast I even said you got it as part of a promotional yes. thing at another event yes. and you didn't go out and buy it and then I even called you. I, I do this from time to time. You did. Saying, you were not on the podcast, but you were discussed in depth. You, were, you, should, probably, you should probably listen to the podcast yeah. before it comes out. But anyway, so <laughs> fuck all you guys. Good times. Good so times. now I've got like another six months of waiting this out. And so I'm sure saying, some jackass will bring it up again. You're saying I deserve my email. Fuck yeah. Story. All right. Fuck it, all you fuckers do. <laughs> so, we I feel I do not feel guilty for that at all. You were like, <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was some malice. That was, that was cold blooded. Anyway. Jack's looking me right in the eye. I feel like there's a list now and he's just working it. I know. <laughs> Guys, you're next. It's like some kind of revenge movie. Uh, Who else was on that podcast? Michael? Michael, Ma- Barbara. Ma- I think Lindsay was on there. And Monty, you I think. Know. I think it was, you it was know. He knows. Yeah. He knows who was on there. <laughs> he's he's it's just like, got a piece it's of paper like, with all our names and I've got a line through mine. <laughs> it's like Kill Bill. Would she have to yeah, it's worth five down. or whatever. I think I just figured out who signed you up for the quote newsletter. Oh. <laughs> it's working no, emails. No, no. no, that's happened to me before, and fuck that. That that's evil shit. Yeah, so. I, I, yeah. I don't want to talk about. That. I don't want to give people more ideas. I know, right? Exactly. 
<laughs> you, you know, email is an accepted social contract. Just don't email sucks bad enough for everybody. Yeah. Just don't fuck with I mean, email. We get, we get so much email as it is that it's just like email. Anything, anything else like that? It's like motherfucker. Email's dying, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, people why, aren't why, using it. Why is email so so crap still? Like, why can why can't I send an HD video through email? Huh? Why people, not? people just limit it because why? Have, here, here's sizes. why. Because everyone can send email. And, like, even the guys who spam, like, if you read some of the articles, interviews with the guys who generate spam, I think at one point in the late 90s or early 2000s, 95% of the spam in the world was generated by, like, six dudes. (laughs) And they were totally fine with it. They were yeah, just, I guess that's true. If you're going to accept it, you have to have a limit. Otherwise, you'll just get spammed by those dudes with like 100 megabyte attachments over and over. They don't give a shit, yeah. I mean, they, their rates, they'd send out millions and millions of emails, and they might get like a point zero 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 one percent return rate. But like, I don't care. It's all free. Does anybody here ever know anyone that's bought anything off of spam? No. <laughs> no. I want to say no, but I might have. We know someone. You and I used to work with someone. Who bought something from a piece of spam, and we were fucking pissed at him. We got mad at him. Yeah, yeah, for like contributing to the problem. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was? It was like a Star Wars memorabilia thing. This was like back in ninety nine or two thousand, I want to say. Yeah. yeah, and also the thing is too, it's like keep in mind, like you were talking about your phone. Email distributes to a bunch of different platforms. So you know, like if you're trying to get email across. You know, a four G network or whatever to a phone, and it has a hundred meg attachment. That's you know, that's I feel be a like yeah, but there should be a new specification. Like it should have been improved to the point where, like, if you know people and you share yeah. contacts, like you uh, should okay. be whitelisted. Okay. Yeah, like there should, there should be a more robust solution instead of this bullshit and, and, from the seventies we have. And it could give you like a, a message pop up saying someone's sending you a file this big through email. Do you want to accept it? Or like, do you want to download all your other emails first Maybe, and then accept it and stuff like that? I can see that happening like IMAP 2 or something. Like if there was like a, an updated yeah. version. Something email like does that. suck. And it does kind of suck. Yeah. Wow, Christ. I just read a story about the spam king, Eddie Davidson. And he actually went to jail, I guess, at one point. It's a, <laughs> I'm not going to read this. This is a dark. You should read this story about this guy on Wikipedia. It is dark. We'll link it in the link up. What's the dark bit? Well, it's a... Escaping from prison and then he escaped. Yeah, and then he <clears throat> he sent the guard in a spam email. I don't think they put you in a huge lockup for spam. <laughs> he sent a, a friend of his came to the prison, pretend to be Nigerian royalty, and <laughs> sprung him out, out, out of the clink. <laughs> he, got, he got out, and uh, and then he was working from home for eighty dollars an hour. <laughs> uh, no, but he uh, yeah he, he killed his family and then shot himself. Wow, so he escaped. Why, have you ever, why would you escape from prison to do that? <laughs> I mean, like because some, because they, they were talking shit about you and your flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to murder those fuckers. He showed up and his wife had a fake beard. Uh, and she was pissed. Were you pissed about the fake beard that fake I got? Fake beard thing. I don't care about okay. that. I took no. a funny picture of Jack where he was wearing the fake beard under his real beard. Yeah. And it's kind of close. It looks like it's, it's a, beard, funny. a beard extension. Yeah, it's like a beard extension, yeah. Have you ever noticed that most spam seems to like... There, there's like a common thread in all spam. It's always about like taking a shortcut or doing something quick or finding a secret or a trick yeah. to do something. I feel like 95% of the spam I get is like that. It's like, lose weight without trying. Make a ton of money working at home. Like, the, the spam I begin lately is like two sentences, and it's one sentence of gibberish, and then a link sentence of gibberish. It targets lazy people. Okay, yeah, it must. must. Maybe lazy people are dumb? I don't know. What does that yeah. say about, <laughs> about that? Like, I'd, I'd like to see a profile of people who click on links from spam. There's actually... So, do, do you know who Hard and Firm is? 
Yeah. It sounds really familiar. It's, it's Chris Hardwick and oh, Mike yeah. Furman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Chris Hardwick's got his Nerdist. And they have a, a music group together where they do sort of like geek songs. Like they have one <laughs> about Pi, like the, the number Pi, and then a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, they, have a, they have a freestyle uh, poetry performance all done with spam email uh, like subject lines. It's oh, actually yeah? it's really funny. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyway. <laughs> That's a, that sounds interesting. Uh, spam is fascinating to me. Like, the way things are worded. Like, if it's poor translation or... I'm always convinced that there's, like, a secret message there. Yeah. That it's, like, a very public form of secret communication. And I just don't know what the message is. Now, would you would you lump spam and phishing together? Like, Man, the, the 409 no. guys? Have you ever... Are you ever, Gus, more disappointed in a person you know than when they fall for a phishing attempt? That's so sad. Well, when they, like, enter their password of their bank into a link from an email. Right. Because we had that call with a friend of mine that I was yeah. running another site with a long time ago. And he's like, hey, uh, PayPal said there was a problem with their account and sent us an email and the click and I had to, like, put all our information. And I was like... You motherfucker. So send me the email. And then of course, when you hover over the link, it goes to like paypal.cz yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like I think that. Brandon almost fell for one recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah? He, he, sent, he forwarded me one of those phishing ones from PayPal. I was like, hey, is this important? Should someone take care of this? And I was like, Get don't, fucking, don't fucking click on any of that. Get in my office right now. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Yeah. It's just those things look legit. I mean, they put up a logo. But it's really amazing to me that I could make, I could make a phishing email. I could do that. I could write one. But it's amazing to me when you look at those phishing emails and you know they're they're obviously an attempt to scam you. It's a, they're, they're filled with grammatical errors or misspellings. It's like how do you well, not I, get it right? That's I wonder if it's like overseas people or like where these are originating from, or if they get everything right, is it somehow more illegal? You no, know, it's kind of like those eBayers. No. Did you ever? See, I never watched Judge Judy, but I saw Judge Judy where the case was somebody who bought something on eBay. And then it turned out the auction was for a picture of the item and not oh, the I've actual heard, right. item. I've heard of that. Yeah. And the woman was in court and she was like, it was interesting to see someone trying to defend that. Going, yeah, it, was, it says in the description, I was just selling a picture of the phone. I wasn't selling the phone. She goes, well, she paid you $80 for the phone. She goes, and I sent her the picture of the phone. That's what it is. And Judge Judy was like, are you a fucking maniac? You're a, cr- you're a criminal. What did like, ju- how did Judge Judy rule? <laughs> oh, man. She brutalized this lady for like, I mean, it was clear that. The verdict was already going to go in favor of the plaintiff, but she just brutalized this lady for like 10 minutes straight. It's one of the greatest things ever. Nice. You know, got to the point of like talking about her husband, how her husband was a coward because he wouldn't show up in court. Wow. <laughs> so what, what is required? Say I wanted to send some spam go ahead. to like 10 million people. What kind of equipment would I need to do that? A you server? You need a mail server. Yeah. yeah. How, long could does, just... how long would it take to send 10 million emails? Uh, it depends. Like with no attachment, just text? Yeah. You could... I mean, depending on if it's just like a dedicated server that just blasts with no like, you know, no bounce backs or anything, you could probably blow through ten million in a day. Easily. Yeah, wow, <laughs> it's nothing to do it, man. It's I know nothing when, to when do we it. do our blasts, you know, for people who sign up for our newsletter, it takes several hours to do, you know, a couple hundred thousand. But that's because we need to, you know, monitor the bounce backs and there's you know, we, we, and ours is actually legitimate. Yeah, you know, yeah, like you said, there's images and there's a lot more that goes into it. Since we're not just blasting without waiting for responses. Did you see that clip on the BBC where they were talking about the United Nations Security Council? 
And the, the logo they put up was the, the UNSC from Halo. Yes, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm, I'm people, so my People have been begging us to talk about that. People, like, the, people, there's there's news items that come up occasionally that people, <laughs> that is something we would talk about on the podcast. Right. When it does pop up, people send it's them to us like seeing, crazy. Like, a very serious news report with some <laughs> <laughs> Halo imagery behind yeah, They're talking about Syria, I think. <laughs> Are we at war with the covenant? <laughs> <laughs> when did that they landed in Syria? <laughs> I, know, I know another one of those topics similar to that was the, uh, the basalts. Zombie guy in Florida. Florida. Thank you, God, for bringing that up, Gus. Jesus Christ. We've yeah, we should, a lot of we should have a clearinghouse that. of, like, we, we just didn't talk. Sometimes when we record the podcast, something happens between the two weeks. Yeah. And it's, it falls closer to the podcast we've already recorded. Yeah, by the time it's the next week, it's kind of yeah. stale. Kind of yeah. old. Yeah. And so we don't talk about it, but then it's like... They hear about it late, and then they're like, why aren't you talking about this zombie in Florida? Which, by the way, there's been, like, five other attacks. Yeah. So yeah. what was the thing? There's some another guy, face-eating thing, too. Some guy ate a dude's face off him. Yeah. Not yeah. just any dude. A home, he ate a homeless dude's face, was which it, seems like extra gross to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was it's it, like, like okay, okay, eating a face is gross, but, like, eating a homeless face is, like, even worse. Was the guy dead? Was the <laughs> it's, like, jerky dead. or something. I, I think the dude lived. Yeah, he lived. Like, there, there's a... What the hell? How do you let your face get in? There's, like, gruesome photo online you can find. I don't want to see it. It's like by accident. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like a story. A story I read once where a woman was out walking. She got attacked by this vicious dog. So she like bails onto the floor, like protects her neck and stuff, and has her arms above her head like this. Her arms got eaten. How do you let a dog eat your arms? That's what I'm saying. You could take just, a dog, yeah, just like gouge its eyes out, exactly, or like do the King Kong T Rex. Jaw snap. <laughs> why, why would you let a dog eat both of your how, arms? See, this is what I'm arguing. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're eating. like, it'll be happy with one arm. No, no, no. It's so hungry. <laughs> and that shows she survived. She's fine. She's got no arms because she let a dog eat her arms. That blows my mind. Just fight back. Just smash well, I mean, it. I guess some people fight back. It's like the, the signs they put up in areas that have wild cats. Is like if you're in like the mountainous territory and there's bobcats or mm-hmm. mountain lions, they have signs that say if you run into a mountain lion, the last step is fight back, make a lot of noise, look big, and the last step is always fight back. Because people are, are trained, if you're attacked by a wild animal, play dead. That only works with a couple animals. Yeah, like with the bears. bears and, yeah. Yeah. When I, I grew up kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and we had mountain lions in that area, and that was my biggest fucking fear is like being out somewhere and running into a goddamn mountain lion. Yeah, that that shit. I mean that. That, that scares the shit out of me. I mean, if you've ever seen a house cat, when something is dead, that's when the fun starts. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I have a new toy. Yeah. Cats are fucking, they are vicious, terrible animals. But surely the fact, like you said, like you can beat any animal. I feel like the fact that I have, like, the ability to squeeze with my hands, right. I feel like that's the winning thing. And you know, I feel like, like if I wanted to, I could grab a piece of cat and just rip it off. Or, yeah, you could take out the dog's throat. Yeah, For some reason, you're talking about squeezing made me think about this. I saw a squirrel in my front yard yesterday with the biggest squirrel balls I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like, it, it couldn't walk straight. It was like like a cowboy. With, <laughs> you start a news aggregator site cats. based on that. You know, that's that's one of the terrible things. You talk about the woman getting her arms eaten off. I read a horrible thing about a baboon attack. Oh, no, 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 no. And one of, is this one, one that we're not going to leave them? One of the first things they do is they tear off your genitals. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's always these yeah. stories about mauled genitals. on the. So that's just unbelievable to me. That's not cool. I I think think that, that, here's what loves to shit out of that. It's <laughs> that's, that's not acceptable. <laughs> no. Raindrop drink. Raindrop drink. <laughs> no balls. No balls. Apple. Apple. <laughs> 
like the idea of like anything goes in the animal kingdom, but like you go up to a baboon that just mauls someone's genitals and it's like not cool, dude. <laughs> what? Come on, negative five points. It's like Geneva Convention. That, like a, that sounds like you, a, can't, you can't. That, do that. sounds like a Far Side comic. <laughs> like, like dark Far Side comic. Like Steve, no, no, not the balls. <laughs> come on, come on. Really? You know what the belt is? <laughs> There's a line, Steve. <laughs> It always makes me realize, too, when I read about these things, is that we spend all this time like, oh, animal cruelty, we're being mean to animals and all that, and we, and we you know, meter ourselves to not be cruel to animals. If the tables were turned, fuck it, we would be, we would be eaten every five seconds, we'd be, like, gutted. It's like, nothing else in the world has that idea of, like, oh, let's preserve the other yeah. animals. They're like, no, let's fucking kill this thing and bat it around. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what separates us from animals, though. That's the counter-argument. Well, yeah, that in video Have you heard about, like, you know, basically everything is chemical like we're controlled by our brain yeah, and yeah. slight ahead. chemicals can affect totally what? well you're in a coma so yeah <laughs> yeah but did you ever hear about that thing elephants do sometimes where they just start like stuff starts pouring from their ears or something i i've read this a long time ago it's not right. really no, go ahead. It's a but great story. they just go crazy like, there's a name for it like elephantitis right no but they just go absolutely crazy and there was a story about a, a guy who'd owned this elephant he was the trainer of this elephant for like 10 years all of a sudden this big chemical thing happens that happens to elephants sometimes like a big hormonal thing <laughs> just goes crazy starts killing everyone killed his trainer and then it's just like oh I'm fine again but hmm. like maybe somebody talks about his flesh <laughs> man that must be huge <laughs> Like a spotlight. I think, I think they call it like must or something or something like that. Must. But, I'm but gonna they, look up elephant must. But they just go crazy very for a very small period of time. Point. But like, well, that could happen to humans. Well, I guess. And then, but they'd be if it happened to a human, they'd be jailed for life. Be like a you psychotic go, you go, break. You, I mean, you, that's like temporary insanity or something, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like but a if legal you return defense. to normal, you just ruined your life by something you had no control over. It's kind of scary that any chemical change could just literally change who you are <laughs> for about an hour. And then you're back. Also, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good defense. I'm going to use that. Man, that's, the, that's the weird thing about like narcotics, though. I mean, like 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 hallucinogens and things like that. Like, there's just something in your brain where like you could take something and all of a sudden you see shit that's not there. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's you have no idea. That's freaky to me. You know, like I, I don't know. It's weird that a chemical can just alter your perception of reality like that. No, he's got it. I mean, I'm looked it up on Wikipedia. It's must with an H at the end or must is a periodic condition in bull elephants characterized by highly aggressive behavior. Accompanied by a large rise in reproductive hormones, testosterone levels mm. in an elephant in must can be as much as 60 times greater yeah. than the same elephant at other times. I've seen Jesus. a video of an elephant in must, and it is going crazy. It's tr- it's literally trying to kill anything that moves, and wow. then it just returns to being a normal elephant. Like, what? Oh, what happened? <laughs> Everyone's dead. Why, why is everyone dead? <laughs> oh, my trainer. <laughs> Do you, can I ask you a question? When you see, like, a captive animal attacking oh, you always a trainer root for the animal absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you always do you see like a freeze frame of a dude like upside down he's like looking at his own legs and there's like a a horn going through his back oh. it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always bullfight George yeah. like whenever a bullfight yeah. a bull wins the bullfight you're like yes Oh. <laughs> Score one from Mother Nature. Got it to one on Reddit the other day where a guy took a horn. Oh, I saw that. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Don't do it. Don't think that. <laughs> don't search for it. Let, let, me, let me talk about this before we go on to too many more disgusting things. Do you not think we should talk about something nice before you talk about this? No, we talk about this. Right. This this Because this, this will segue us into something nice. Okay. I want to say thanks to Bing.com for the support of this podcast. Uh, I heard Bing.com has gone social, so I've been using it to see uh, what these new features can mean for us. Uh, so just not. like we talked about last week, you know, we entered in Halo 4 and we were able to see right. what all of our Facebook friends were talking about. 
Uh, this week I did a search for Minecraft because I know Minecraft has the ex- has the Facebook integration on Xbox 360. Uh-huh. So it's an easy way to see all the screenshots your friends are making yeah. you know, from Minecraft or what they're saying about it. Um, so, you know, it just surfaces your Facebook friends who recently liked, shared, or searched that content. And it really helps point to you to what your friends are doing related to it. So, um, best of all, you can easily post and comment to my friends on Facebook from the search terms, all in one place. So, so wait a second. So, if you do a screenshot in Minecraft on Xbox, do you, you integrate your Facebook account and it shows up on Facebook? Your, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me read this last thing and I'll Sorry. tell you yeah. exactly how it works. So, most of us have an interest in Minecraft. So, let's see how we can collect our knowledge and... Uh, with, with Bing to make our search experience better. So check out Bing.com and connect it to Facebook. So thank you to Bing for supporting us. Thank yes. you, Bing. Thank you, Bing. So, yeah, in Minecraft, is it the back button you hit or the select button on the uh, controller? Yeah, I think you... If someone uh, and then you press Y and yeah, you can share it. You, you press Y to take the screenshot and then you can share it or something Yeah, like. I, I, you know, I knew that feature was there, but I never used it until I saw the video you made for uh, Achievement Hunter. Yeah, because you actually unlock a, a theme for your dashboard if yeah, you do I, that. Yeah, I wanted the Minecraft theme for my yeah. 360. <laughs> oh, I noticed you were using it, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, took a, I took a screenshot and it posted to Facebook and uh, it's, it's really smooth. Yeah. I'm a little sore on Minecraft right now. Oh, oh, you had a bad experience. Uh, so I've been playing Minecraft with Joel. <laughs> I knew that was going to end badly. I knew that you had had we, Joel. We had just been talking about this. Uh, yeah. Didn't we talk about this on the previous podcast? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about what would happen, and then boom. Yeah, so so the way the way the Minecraft servers work in Xbox Live Arcade is uh, whoever hosts the game basically owns the server. And so I've well, been playing... it's like a save file, no, so, Yeah, like the, the file exists on that person's account. And so I've been playing with Joel, and Joel had been saving the game on his, his thumb drive, his, his, you know, where he has his profile and everything. And uh, we, I personally probably put somewhere between 15 and 20 hours into that game. And Joel probably put damn near 100 hours yeah, into that. It looked I mean, like it. It was, like it was jo- the biggest fortress I've ever seen. It was incredible. And, and I've, seen, I've been playing Minecraft for a year on the PC, and I've seen some impressive stuff. Yeah. That was impressive, what Joel had done. Yeah, Jay, really impressive. And, and the thing of that, too, is like it's all, you know, there's, no, there's no creative mode or whatever. You have to like mine all that stuff. And you know, there are some ways you can get around that. But anyway, it's still a lot of work you have to do. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so his thumb drive died somehow. Not, I'm not sure what happened, but it just stopped working. I feel bad because it died as soon as he invited me to the game. Oh yeah, you were the last person oh, to see the thing alive. I, uh, I, he invited like he added me to his friends list. Invited me. I, w- I walked in. I like saw the fortress. I was like, wow. I started walking towards it. The game ended. That was it. Yeah. And so, Gus, you, you tried some surgery on it, trying to repair this thing. Yeah, it didn't work. Was did, not able to recover. You, maybe you can take it to a data recovery place. I don't know. That's a, it was a, it, I've never seen a, a USB thumb drive like that. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it was very, very sad. It's, it's scary because he's using the exact same thumb drive that I use, that Jeff uses. I think Bernie has one of those. Back, like, back that shit up. Guys, yeah. I don't use a fucking thumb drive oh, anymore because I use cloud it storage. It syncs in time. By the time I've got home and I want to continue my game, it hasn't synced. I've never had a problem with cloud storage. You people are fucking This me. is what I want you to do. I want you to play a game. I want you to hit save, turn your Xbox off, go home, try and play that save immediately. Okay. It won't have, You have to go and turn on the other Xbox to have it upload properly. It doesn't do it in the background. It has to wait until there's the, the time is right to upload it to the cloud. Yeah, I but just, if you turn your Xbox off, doesn't it still... Can't it still perform network activity even once you've turned it off? Like, I know downloads can continue once you've turned it off. It just doesn't seem to do it. The amount of times I've had my storages on different Xbox is out of sync, and I download the one that's, like, two weeks old. It's like, what? Damn it, I've got to go back to work and turn the Xbox on. How about this? Okay. How about you and I live different lives, and that I'm <laughs> never in the situation where I'm playing Xbox until I have to run out the fucking door, that I can turn it off my game and then go back to the dashboard and then leave. And that's better to me than, like, hauling this thumb drive around, what? which fails, and then you don't have a goddamn world that you worked on for 50 hours. 
Did you see some of those worlds on Reddit recently? What are, uh, what are you doing? It's, it's like, let's go, let's go. It's like, no, well, no, no, more save. I work on videos because, like, when we do things to do and stuff, a lot of it is ideas and, like, preparing for the video. So I do a lot of that at home. So I'm just, like, playing at work and then I'll carry on at home. And I want to just carry on where I left off. It doesn't work. There's no point. It's done. Also, we're, we're test it. We this test thumb it. drive on my keyring, I dropped it in the river this weekend <laughs> when I went to float the river. Works fine. Do you back it up ever? Do you like go through and back up? Do you have an Xbox? I do. Where I do, all do that. Ever, si- ever since, like Michael temporarily lost his. Oh man! Well, God. thumb drive the other day, and it was like two hours of Skyrim, and I was playing Skyrim at the time, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna go and back this up right now. I have one Xbox where I used to back everything up, but now it's all cloud. It's the greatest thing ever. I have profiles on every Xbox in this place. I can sit down wherever I want to at any point in time, log in and play. If there was an option to back up to the cloud in the background, for, like, say I'm still using my stick. Okay. And I just want it to back up that to the cloud <coughs> without me knowing. I wouldn't use it from the cloud. I'd only go to it in an emergency. I sure. would like that feature better. I, I would like that, but the cloud is restricted to, what, 512 megabytes of storage, I think? And you yeah. could have up to a 16 gig Well, they could, they could just rotate out the oldest stuff. It you could, could just rotate out the oldest stuff. It could be like stuff. Time Machine. There you go. Jeez. Don't take shit from him. Time Machine does that, though, doesn't it? Just ditches the old stuff. Which is the older backups. Yeah. Well, there is a... Like, the iPhone has that now where you can back up your whole thing to iCloud. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Love really? It. I've used it. For some reason, I don't trust that. And that's weird. No, that's I awesome because you can, you can lose your phone, have a new one, and it will be your old phone within an hour. Yeah. I don't care about my gameplay saves. I care about my data. I care about know? my messages. Like, I'm, I'm worried about exposing my data to the cloud. Like, oh, you're, right. talking about, you're talking about your phone, I, Gavin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, is it back up your emails? You can select what you want to be backed up and what okay. you don't. Like music, I wouldn't care about. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, email's not a big deal for you because all your stuff's IMAP. It's on our server. That's so true. all you have to do is just get in your phone and put in your new email info. Let's stop talking about email. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> let's get away from it. Sorry. No, so, um, no, what I was going to say is the, uh, going back to the Minecraft thing. The, the people posted some crazy shit on Reddit over the weekend. Like someone recreated the, a scale version of the Mines of Moria, Moria from yeah. Fellowship of the Rings. Oh, it looks and so fucking. Cool. Someone else like recreated Rome. Uh, like the ancient Rome, like the Colosseum and the Circus Maximus and all that shit. That 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 is fucking crazy. Yeah. What was the first thing you ever heard about in Minecraft? Like the first big project. The, the, well, see, the first thing I ever heard about Minecraft was the guy lighting his house on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that, was, that, that was. I mean, that was like Minecraft point one. What? I mean, that was. You, was so, Gus, I think you showed it to us. It, it was a video where this guy like <laughs> it built like this really elaborate house, wooden house, a wooden house, and it was like very very cool. And he's talking about like like he's kind of touring around. He's like, okay, here's my fireplace, and he lights up the fire. He had and a stone fireplace. Yeah. And one square in the back was wood. Yeah. Oh my god. And so the fire like sparked and it hit the wall, and then it's like immediately like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> fire, fire back then moved a lot faster. So, yeah. so you see him like, like look around. He's like, it's <laughs> like, it's a bucket. It's like one more time. Like, and it does nothing. It's like, oh, it's no, I, didn't see, I didn't see. This. And it spreads. And like his panic, it's, it's, it's very, so, it's genuine, very funny. And it's can, hilarious. Those real moments are what makes let's plays for me. It's yeah. just like. Mm-hmm. Those no, we, shocking moments. We were talking, so, okay, so we had the Plan G, which is the video, the let's, <laughs> our, our third Let's Play, which is the video where yeah, you, like, we blow up the world. The original basically. reason we made that world was so we could do that trick with you in the ceiling. Yeah. So that was Plan A. Plan B was that not working and me dumping lava in your house. And yeah. then I was like, well, what if that didn't work either? So Jeff and I came up with Plan G, where we, <laughs> we made a basement under the Achievement Hunter logo, filled it to the brim with dynamite. Yeah. I like how you tell everyone not to dig onto it because you don't want to get it messed yeah. up. It's, yeah. like, it's all just a room because there's just fucking we, tons of TNT we down We thought there. of literally everything. Like, I went into the game. Like, I was thinking, I'm going to be one of these. I'm going to be Jack or Michael. What if I just dug out a piece of wall? So we went under the wall with a layer of dirt before we put... We thought of everything. It was, it was a really elaborate plan. It took us, like, 20 hours. Yeah, so how long did you guys do that on the weekend? We did it over oh. Saturday and Sunday. 
as a was, Memorial Weekend. Did, yeah, Memorial Day weekend. And it was, it was probably about 20 hours. But, like, the, thing, it. the thing about that Worth video, it. it's like... It got a million views. No, it, it, we just crossed a million views this week, which is awesome. But, um, like, I was watching it, and I was like, I can't believe no one touched that logo. Like, for, I mean, for, there's a good... I mean, like, we cut it, but, I mean, there was a good probably 30, 40 minutes yeah, where... You all even restart the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, because... No, I figured out why we restarted the game. is because that, that was the, the one where, you know, basically Gavin walked in and lit my house on fire. So yeah. I went and lit everyone else's house on fire. Right. And then I started pouring lava on the logo. And, and I, I think, like, oh, it's going to... Yeah, they were thinking it was going to catch fire and then hit the mines and blow up everything. So there's, oh, we got to restart, we got to restart. And so that's where immediately when they start restarting. Yeah. The amazing thing to me in that game is that... Before we let you in, we forgot to clear out all the chests full of our supplies and stuff. Oh, yeah. So immediately, Ray walks over to one of the chests, opens a chest with, like, 400 dynamite in it, and just goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just didn't say a word. Well, see, I, that happened to me because I found a chest full of, like, eight buckets of lava. And I was like, okay, <laughs> something's clearly going on here. And, like, yeah. And so... But yeah, I was gonna. Have it's you. like walking into the back room and seeing all the pictures of you on the wall. Like, <laughs> what is this? Have you encountered slime at all in the uh, once. Xbox? Okay. Yeah, I have one time on on the server. There was gone. a time in the PC version when it was much rarer. As yeah, because well. you it would only appear in certain chunks. You know, like, it, it fucking we, appears for me like hourly. Really? Yeah, I fucking hate. I love the noise. It's just though. annoying, I guess. The noise. See, we always say PC, but I played it on Mac, which, yeah, I, which on Mac I'm too. so surprised that you guys did not play Minecraft earlier because it's one of the few Mac games. I, I jumped into it at one point, but it's just like it's just so overwhelming. I felt like like I was glad the Xbox 360 version had a tutorial. Like I yeah, I also, you need to know the recipes of everything. Yeah, I, I jumped into Minecraft, you know, a couple of times, and I was like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you watched the first Let's Play we did with uh, the five of us, and that was literally the first time I had touched Minecraft. And I think it was the same for Jeff and for Michael as well. Like, we had, yeah. I mean, that was our first experience with Minecraft. And, well, I mean, going back on that, I'm like, oh, my God. I know. So it's like you have stupid. to watch yourself, like, use a pickaxe on sand. Yeah. And then, like, and then what? It's so good. And like, everyone's really upset about the house, which now you could probably make in 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like we're trying to figure out how to make, how to make like the last ten, and ten like, minutes to make it. Yeah, God, stop. fucking Ray building the house next door. <laughs> that's that's awesome. It's an awesome moment. Moment of realization, like oh, I found the house. Let's plays are fun, man. Dude, well, those are Mine, a lot of Minecraft fun. is a fun, fun game. I don't know, you know? why. We, I don't know why we stopped doing Let's Plays. We were talking about this before. You did Left for Dead. We did ODST back in the day. That was right? like three years ago. We did these. Listen, it's my favorite thing to do in Cheapin Hunter is is do Let's Plays, and, and I'm so before, glad they've started back up again. Yeah, we need we. Need, God, we, we should we, we should we should do Diablo three well, we hardcore. Them, we call them we call them let's plays. I'll do I, Diablo three hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore. So speaking of people who have lost stuff, like when we talked about, um, <laughs> you know, when you lose a house or you know you lose something on a server, when you have digital loss, everyone can identify with that. Like the guy burning his house down. We just watched a video where a guy had oh. a Diablo three hardcore character on level sixty where death is permanent, mm-hmm. and he loses it. And he's just like. Watching that character die, he just tears his head off. He's like, no! <laughs> Screaming. He was, like, like, he was like an act three also. Oh, he dives onto his bed. I couldn't play like he was playing. He was taking his health all the way down. Yeah. It's just nuts. Anytime I'd get hit, I'd be like, oh, count, count, count. <laughs> I know, right? Get me <laughs> out of here. It must be the, the late, when everyone's level 60 and everyone's super proud of the hours they put in, that must be the the most pussy game you'll ever see. Like everyone's really so cautious every time. But it makes it a different like level. Around corners. Can you imagine if they had player versus player combat in Diablo 3? That would be it's off coming. charts. Oh, is it really? Yeah. The old With Diablo's hardcore had, players? The old Diablo, I don't know. The old Diablo's had PvP, and I think PvP's going to get uh, patched into Diablo 3. Jesus. Those would be ridiculous. Well, surely that's dangerous. Surely people are going to want to murder each other in real life. I think I heard <laughs> stories like that. Yeah, like well, you, can, you can select your servers too. You can, you can pick a non-PVP server, right? Or is yeah, it, okay. Like you can not flag yourself for it. Okay. Um, what, do you know what level you are? 
In Diablo 3? Uh, 38, hmm. I think, somewhere in there. Kill the shit out of you. I'm like Act 1 in uh, Nightmare Mode. So okay. So I'm not quite to the butcher yet. Okay. I'm like, uh, I'm in Act 1 in Hell. I will absolutely do a Let's Play with Diablo 3 Hardcore because when one of our guys dies, it'll just be the end of the world for that person. Yeah, we, we could do, we could do like a series of, of Let's Plays. Like do like, you know, maybe hour-long blocks or something like that. Mm-hmm. The weird and, thing until- is, is that... People enjoy watching people play games, like, unedited. Yeah. If, if I spend, if we all spent, like, 20 hours playing a game and put it up in 20 parts, people would watch every single yeah. one. Well, that's like Monty. Like, Monty does that. Now, you say that, but Monty actually watches people just playing the game with no commentary. I mean, the thing I like about Let's Plays is, it's like... We I get used to, to do that as well, though. Like, riff. games... I watched someone replay the whole of Donkey Kong 64 because I didn't have an N64 anymore, and I wanted to... See if it was actually good or whether I was just, you know... Yeah, but you were interested in the game, not the commentary. No, there was no commentary. So it was just... So you really just watched somebody play a game? I think it's because I never completed it properly and I wanted to see, like, what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was, it was probably, like, ten hours of viewing. Yeah, there, there, I mean, there are games in my life that I would maybe go back now and want to see what the ending is of the game. Mm-hmm. I like, watch a lot of stuff on... I never thought about that before. I watch a lot of stuff on Speed Demos Archive. Do you ever go to that site where people mm-hmm. just I, do, like, I've speed runs? Yeah. Yeah. They've literally got it down to the point where I watched someone play Max Payne, the first one in an hour on the hardest difficulty the whole game and and he's just he, he's got a commentary on it and he, t- he did like 2,000 attempts he did it in one segment like he if he got to the, the second to last level and died he would start there from level one Dude, you should watch some, some of the Quake Done Quake stuff yeah, like, th- yeah those they, have guys that, are, they have that down to like a science now it's fucking insane it's, it's like it's like there's no way they can do that did you hear that they're gonna port in retina display graphics for Diablo 3 for oh, the new they? MacBook Pro oh, dude, <laughs> so it'll run at 2880 by 1800 the new MacBook Pro looks so nice I want one I just I got a MacBook Air a year ago I want this retina MacBook go buy one You're, did you see they're expensive like they everything no, inside it it's MacBook Pro prices. They made no, it's not. Yeah, it's twenty. It's twenty one ninety nine. Start. Yeah, but for a good one, for fifteen inch. Yeah, you always upgrade for the one. Yeah, the one I want. You want to double? Well, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's you my fault. Around. But do you see all the weird stuff they design inside? Like every single piece is custom made. They even made asymmetric fans because fans with like little ridges spaced the same distance apart create one frequency of sound that's kind of loud. But if they make them all like oddly spaced. It spreads the sound across different frequencies yeah. that makes the laptop seem so quieter. So the, the sound signature isn't as prevalent. Like you don't hear the whirring as as strong. So it's like sucking air in, and like everything inside is curved, and there's this weird shaped fan, and it's like they really that's awesome. They yeah. put all kinds of effort into this thing. Wow. It's like a masterpiece. And even though you have to sit through Johnny Ive waffle on about how it's, <laughs> how it's magical and all that stuff, it's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. I hate all that that Apple talk. It's like a cult. You see him bit. sat there and he's like got his hands out. Embrace he's like, it. Embrace what we had it. to do, we had to really absorb it. Shut up. Just show the laptop. One of us. One of us. But I did see a, a picture of the laptop in a glass case at the press event <laughs> and a bunch of other people taking a photo of it and it looked frightening. I love, I love that picture. Yeah. It looks like it, it's horrible. Jack it's like worship. Especially <laughs> the people who like taking the picture with the iPad. <laughs> so, Jack, Jack showed me a funny variant of that. Yeah, on, on Reddit today someone posted a variant of that where they replaced the, the MacBook Pro with a cat. <laughs> it's, it's a cat in the glass case. And I was taking a photo of it. That's fucking funny. What are they taking a picture of there? 
Like, what are they going to get out of that picture? You don't well, see the pixels. On it's it. probably oppressive, and I'm sure they want it for their website or their blog or whatever they're doing. I think, you know, that bugged the shit out of me when we would go to E3. Jack just got back from E3, but Gus and I used to go a lot earlier in our... Mm-hmm. Can we call this career now? Sure. Career? <laughs> we used to go uh, a lot to E3. And I, I would get aggravated by guys that would just go to E3 and they would walk around the entire time with a video camera in front of them. The entire time. Yeah. And this was a long time. This predates YouTube. So, like, there was not even any way they could have shared it effectively. And, and it wasn't them... They just whipped out their phone. It was they dedicatedly brought a camera to do it. Right. No, phones didn't record video yeah, back exactly. then. You know, they were just walking around with a video camera watching. They were at E3. They were there at the event and they were seeing the whole thing through a viewfinder. Yeah. And they would just walk around holding it out. Those pictures are just like, who are you recording this yeah. for? Who are no, you doing this for? Now, I've been a part of a photo, like a photo like that where you know, everyone's surrounding the one product and like taking photos of it. When they released the Xbox Slim, like the new Xbox 360 Slim. I thought you a new kind of flashlight. <laughs> Don't go there. Just moving up the list, Brian. All right, all right, right. I think I'll leave now. Oh, I'm going to check my email. So, um, but no, like when they released the Xbox 360 Slim, I, I was there at the um, like at the press conference, and then like we, everyone walked out, and they had a few stations set up, like in the glass case, like that. Like here it is, your first look at it, and like it was literally people surrounded it and were taking photos of it. I can't tell you how much I am ready for the the next Xbox at this point. When it, when like when it first came out, it did one thing, and then they like. Slop on all these new features and like then cloud storage, which is fucking awesome. And you don't yeah, use and it, some of them are good, the, the, but then nothing matches. Like it says recent games, and you've got Netflix with no gamer score, and it's just messy as hell. And nothing really was put on top of each other that well. They just added features here and there, and now it's kind of messy. Yeah. I just want them to redesign the whole console. Well, I, I'm amazed by how different. The it's, console it's I use now yeah. is in the one I bought. It's yeah. a totally different machine. Um, so even though the hardware has not changed, yeah. so the, it's pretty impressive. The, the rumor floating around now is um, I don't know if you guys saw the Ubisoft press conference, but yeah. they, they released footage or they played a live demo on stage of a game called uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah, which is looks amazing. Like that's by far like the, my newest like what the what the fuck is this kind of game? But they're saying the game looks so good, and also the new Star Wars games thirteen thirteen they look so good that they're probably being developed for the next gen systems, but they're not allowed to. Say that right. So, heard, like, so what hardware rumor. were they running on? They're running on PCs. Ah, makes so sense. they're running on high end PCs that they're saying, but they're saying it's going to be console games, but they're not saying for what platforms. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, you saw, there's also that um, Agnes Philosophy tech demo, the Square Enix one. Agnes Philosophy. Agnes Philosophy. Uh huh. No, I, I that. missed that one. Yeah, I, I missed that one too. It looks fucking amazing. I'm I'm looking at all these new ones on real form. Like bullshit. It's not current console. <laughs> Because I know about this stuff, and fuck that tessellation and subsurface scattering. You're garbage. You're not going to fit that on an Xbox or a PS3. But, you know, you've got to be surprised with what they can Monty do. Monty Ohm, <laughs> Monty joining us, by the way. You, when you look at a launch game compared to the... It's on every single console. You look at the launch game and then the last game that was developed. And oh, dude, they I, are I, a world I'm apart, totally for new consoles just to make it easier for developers. We, when we were in development, and we were like, fuck this fucking console. Give me more fucking hard drive space. Or, God, it was... Pin in the ass trying to yeah, cram any, everything any you can. Any time you develop, you're, every you're, time you've no, got no, this. No. I'm, I'm, I'm going to counterpoint you. Any time you develop, you always be pissed off by the limitations. You'll yeah. never reach a point where you're truly happy. With and you it. like limitations, Monty. You've no, said I, that before. I, I like limitations, but what, you know, just hear the griping from our programmers. Yeah, but they're like, always going to cry. Remember the days no. when you didn't even have a hard drive? Yep. Yep. You remember on the original Xbox, the hard drive. I'm not sure how big it was in gigabytes. 10 but, gigs. Yeah, but it said like 50,000 plus or blocks it or something. Gigs. Blocks. You remember it said like 50,000 plus blocks? Yeah. Did you ever reduce it down from that? I played all kinds of games and all kinds of saves, and but by the time the end of that console was there, I was still at plus fifty thousand blocks left. I know, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it, it, and then once they moved to more standard storage, like megabytes and gigabytes, 
then it became more important, like, how to use the hard drive space. And it's like, I wonder now if, with cloud storage, if Microsoft is putting rules for standardization of how big a save file is. Like, I play some games where you can save hundreds of times, mm-hmm. like Bioware games are usually like this, and it's four megs every time you save. Yeah. Or the Fallout games grow yeah. in size. Like, I've had a hundred Fallout saves that are all, like, 30 megabytes each. That's actually what I was thinking of, yeah. And they're huge. Yeah, and it's, it's to the point where it slows down your game. Yeah. Like, and the gameplay experience is diminished. Like, I feel like they should already, already on their own limit how many saves you can have. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Or like, and then how does the game like that work with cloud storage? Right. You know? Are you just constantly like, filling that damn thing up? As you, I mean, you're probably like me, Gus. Every time I go through a door, yeah. it's like, save a new save. Yeah. You know? And I never go back to the old ones, but I just have this philosophy of... It's like, you never know. You what know. if I may, wanted to make that different decision yeah, 30 it's, hours it's, back? It's related to an achievement, I'll always make tons of saves and then figure yeah. out where I was. Like, if I have to be a certain level or a certain karma when I do this level right, and stuff like exactly that. Right, exactly what I was thinking of. I'm not going to play Fallout 3 three times. You can, no. go, you can go shove that up your ass. You totally <laughs> can do that. You can shove that up your I ass. I played Fallout 3 twice, I think, all the way through, including all the expansions. So so what was the um, what was your biggest E3 thing from like being here on this end? Just watching and reading news reports and stuff like that. All I saw was Halo 4. Yeah. Dude, Honestly, yeah. I, the, from the outside looking in, it looked like it was Halo 4 and that was it. And Watch Dogs was kind of a big deal. And that might have been it. The, the Nintendo stuff completely bypassed me, yeah. except for the dude sitting on the board, whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Part of the problem that the like, thing. most of this stuff is more than a year away, except for Halo 4. I'll be honest, man. I don't go in for preview stuff in a big well, way. I mean, even like, so the Microsoft event, like, it, it was, the actual press conference was pretty badass. And they, they, they opened with Halo 4, which is great. And the game looks awesome. I got some hands on with it. It's fantastic. But then at the end of the event, they, they had like this 20 minute playthrough of Call of Duty Black Ops 2. That was 2, so weird. And those just fell so flat. And I was like, oh. Well, I mean, like, I'm excited right, for Black Ops 2 and everything, but I felt like the presentation was too long. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, and like, like some of the cooler stuff, like, there was sort of a, a branching thing now where you can kind of go different directions and do different things they didn't really call it out it's like if you didn't know what that was you just completely would have missed it and so it's like oh well but hey usher was there <laughs> yeah they gotta stop doing stuff like that because i guess they're just trying to get like break out of being an industry event well yeah so, i mean someone pointed out to me like on usa today like that was like they led with like oh usher was you know at the microsoft event it's like that was their big thing and like sort of like that what gamers want to see is not what the large majority of what people want. You okay, Mom? I th- I <laughs> Please, get some headphones. That sounds awful. Don't do that. I was wondering what that was. I, I think, well, I know, see, I think... <laughs> the, the microphones don't like that. Oh, okay. I think, just... Mine will start punching it, too. The, I love these unorthodox attempts. <laughs> people are talking. No, oh, the, the Usher thing is, is exactly right. It was on USA Today because, you know, it's Usher. I mean, we got we to gotta start thinking about this game industry thing being more than just for gamers. I mean, that's why there's all that Kinect yeah, stuff. But I, and, but think I about feel it. like, isn't there a way they can make the video game content compelling enough to reach a mainstream instead of having to do something like that? I feel like it's almost shoehorned in. Yeah. I mean, it was I mean, is, the, But is Usher going to do that? The, I mean, is the, that, well, it's related to dancing. Well, got you, yeah. you got USA Today to report I mean, on it's it. Like, I mean, it's more the same thing. But really, hey, mean, look, Elijah Woods in season 10. I'm like, not, you know, well, I'm not going to criticize anybody's career, but is Usher a big enough star right now to do a crossover thing like that? Well, I mean, I mean the, the, so the big deal, the reason why he was there is because the new Dance Central game, he's releasing new songs in the game. Okay. And, 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 and he choreographed yeah. the dances that are in the game. So, like, he was literally on stage doing the dances, and they played footage from the game behind him of that dance, like, in the game. So, yeah, but, no, it was kind of cool, honestly, but, but nobody, it was like... No, I can't imagine any gamers into Usher, and I can't imagine Usher plays Xbox. I'm into Usher. But, but look, look at how... <laughs> oh, shut up. Are you, are you, his, his choreography is probably one of the best. There are very few performer-singers, 
where they they're actually better at the dancing than the backup dancers. Huh. Mm. Good, well, yeah, that's okay. I guess that is really. But, but you say who's in the you say who's in the usher? Look how many copies Dance Central Three has sold. I mean, those those games sell a lot, man. Like you wouldn't believe it, but they actually do. Huh. And so it's kind of you have to be like, okay, I understand this. I, don't, I this isn't my bag, no, but I get it. Makes sense. You're, you're, right. you're so. where I you know I I play DDR, and one of the things stopping it from being mega popular is that it's like, what are these songs? You know, it's like, well, I don't know, it's just DDR musicians. And then when you have Dan Central actually put actual music, you're like, oh, I, I want to play this. It's not gamers that want to play. It's, you know, people. Are you the best at DDR of anyone you know? Best is... Uh, is You've is, all seen Monty, right? Yeah. Best, yeah. Best, 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 I mean, define best. There are people who can score better than me. Hey, but. Gavin, I secretly hate DDR. <laughs> I used to work at an arcade, and oh, those yeah? DDR motherfuckers would come in every morning what, and play tear it nonstop, I, I, tear up the game, and then stay there till we close. We'd have to kick them out. I felt really non-stop. bad when I first arrived this time. Hate customers. I, I met Monty for the first time, and instead of saying, like, your job with Red vs. Blue is phenomenal, I was like... I just watched you play DDR, <laughs> and it was amazing. Like, I, I, was, I felt bad that was the first well, thing I said. My, my version of DDR is very unique in that I, I both can score and freestyle at the same time. Yeah, you make it look like it was a natural dance and not you're just stamping your feet at the right time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the I, right do, I do the stamping thing. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, no, but see, like, the thing is, like, the, the reason why I didn't like those people is because like, we'd have the guys who would come in and just like play nonstop, and they get sweaty and smelly. It's smelly. Uh, and so like, by the end of the day, it's like, God, you just don't want to go by that area. You and need then, like a, a and, quarantine around and that. Then, but, like, but then also they act like these these cocky motherfuckers. So like these kids who come up, like you know, like little kids, like oh I want to play, and they're like, oh, I guess I'll get off now. For it's like shut the fuck up. Like they're a kid, let them play the goddamn and game. And the kids you know? playing like, you know, kid pass out the smell. The other person, that's intentional. So they keep the kids away. <laughs> they <laughs> just like spray it down after yeah. just, like blow a few, few extra yeah. farts. But they, yeah, like literally, they were walking like towels and stuff, and then, like, they put drinks all over the game. Like God, come Bro, on! Have you guys ever heard of the movie called The FP? Oh yeah, man, yeah. It's, a, it's a draft house. Film. How many times did I hear about that after I people were? It's just I, like I have not heard about it. it. It's like a Mad Max post-apocalyptic world where everything is solved via DDR. <laughs> it's called no, in, the, in the movie. It's called Beat Beat Revolution. But yeah, that has an Austin tag because Draft House Films released that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's one. Of, one I, of do not, like, I do not, not play like them. It's super campy. It's it's very yeah. campy. It's like a parody of the that exact DDR community that Jack's talking about, yeah. where they take it way too more, yeah. way more seriously than they should. Man, I was pretty impressed by who you had. Or who someone else got to announce this week's hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a surprise. <laughs> so that? So we, we have, you know, if you go to ageuploads.com, you can submit a intro to an awu or, like, a number. So, like, every week we have people, like, saying the number. Like, this week we had someone in, I think, a, a, a Calgary uh, Flames hockey game. And, you know, we have people from all over. Like, someone's at Disneyland. Yeah. This week someone sent one in. For, it was Billy Mitchell from King of Kong saying, like, welcome to awu number 116. I was like, oh. That's yeah. fucking yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, wow. Because usually cool. you sit through because there's a, a ton of crappy ones. So Jack's sitting there like, oh, yeah. oh, skipping through, and then he, he like let to see. Jesus, look at this. <laughs> yeah. So every now and then you'll get one. It's like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, it's, but it's weird. They come in patches. Like we had one week where we had two entries from the Great Wall of China. What? Like two separate entries with the same number? With the same number. One day like, I want I want two people to be doing it at the exact same place at the same time. <laughs> I just didn't know. Like, They're like. One sixty. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it'd be so, awesome to see if somebody was in the background of somebody else's video. But uh, it's and, like, and then they get married. Then yeah. they get married years later and find the video. But um, like one thing, like now it's like we. The thing is, we get a lot of the same stuff, so we get a lot of Minecraft ones now. So I pretty much like if you send in a Minecraft one, I'm like, no, thank you, I appreciate it. And we also get one like people having like guns, like people firing off guns. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna put that in there. That's a little bit strange to me. The other day, Gavin and I were talking about the movie Chronicle. Did you like Chronicle? I, I found it interesting. I wasn't. It wasn't a great movie, but I, I liked it. Man, I fucking hated it. <laughs> was that the like um, Steadicam? Yeah, it was the one about the three kids who like superpowers. Mm, okay. It's a good premise, but I don't know. It just didn't jive with me. You like, said it, it was like it had been written by a fifteen. It was like it was yeah. The, but there's some stuff like like when they discover how they could fly. Like that was kind of cool. It's like oh wow. Like what would it be like if you actually realized you could fly? And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, like they were cool. Like, I, what, what drove me crazy is that since it's supposed to like shot in that found footage format, it's mm-hmm. like every scene they have to it, like establish why the camera's there. Or how the camera is where it is. Like, yeah. oh, look, you bought that new camera. Yeah, man. But you, we, we, you've seen that you don't need to do that. Like, The Office, the US one is shot as though there's a documentary team in there. Because that was originally in the UK one, it was shot as though, like, people would look at the camera. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of establish that and then they just go away from it. Like, you can, you don't ever yeah, think I about think who's the, filming it anymore. The last time they referenced it was when, like, Michael Scott left the show yeah. and takes yeah. his love off and walks through security. Yeah, yeah there's a similar ending in the first, in the original office where he rips his mic off and then yeah, goes the, and asks yeah, her the, out. When Michael left the uh, the American office, it was uh, he he gave him the mic. He said, "Hey, let me know when you guys finish this thing. I'd like to see it or something like that." And, yeah. and it's like, yeah, but you oh, don't. Oh, that's kind of cool. They they went like fifty episodes without ever referencing it. You don't have to remind people that's the style. You just you get used to it. Yeah. So I don't know why they would bother doing that yeah. in that movie. Especially for a movie, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was also it was also only like eighty minutes long. <laughs> well, even even like like Parks and Rec do that kind of like they've gotten away from it a lot though. Like it used to be more of a very office style show where it's like you know talking head interviews, mm-hmm. and those still pop up every now and then. But it's almost what's, what's weird to me and Gap pointed this out the other day is Modern Family where they yeah. have like the talking yeah. head stuff, but they don't they never establish that it's a documentary or yeah. what's going on I, there at all. And I've seen a lot of clips of Modern Family like on the internet and maybe like I'd been around someone's house and I hadn't seen a full episode. So when I actually sat down and watched a full episode and they cut to talking heads on the couch. I was like, what? What's going on? <laughs> I, Who's filming? Who's in the house? I think there's like a shift in filmmaking that's more like try, trying to immerse yeah. the viewer. I guess well, people I get less... Since, since reality television is so popular, they're trying to make scripted television appear more like also, reality. Also, I mean, just in, just in terms of style, like, you know, I, I watch a lot of old movies. I watch a lot of new movies and, I, and stuff. Like, if you, just in terms of the way the camera is being used these days, it's very different from like 10 years ago. Like, And even if you... Um, you compare, like, if you look at the new Spider-Man versus the old Spider-Man, Gavin, we talked about this, right? Where the, the camera motion, I, I study camera motion a lot when just looking at examples. Like, the camera motion during the Spider-Cam shots in, if you look at the trailer for the new Spider-Man, it's a lot of, like, shaking and stuff. The old Spider-Cam shots, they just... A, a, big, a lot swooping. A lot swooping. Yeah. yeah. But it's just to kind of get the audience immersed into yeah. the ride of it. feels it. like now they want to make you feel like you're right behind yeah, them and it's like you yeah. feel the wind and it's like whoa my god <laughs> yeah i think that's just the just how's the it? way how's filmmaking is kind of evolving like evolving yeah totally well i do this i mean it's, what happens is somebody will adopt a technique and it then becomes so popular that everyone can use would it say, without explaining would it. would you it's, say jj abrams kind of helped push that along a lot with the camera shaking I, you know yeah. what i was thinking i think of battlestar galactica the tv show because whenever yeah. they did the space stuff they did all that cg with camera movement yeah yeah i felt like the, the camera was like trying to find what it was going to zoom in on like it kind of moves around then I, you know punches I, in I, it's just a way to mask I do, some bad cg sometimes right i do that a bit as well not to mess back. So, <laughs> take back what I just said. Then. Are, you, are you talking about J.J. Abrams? What, what shot are you talking about? Well, J.J. No, oh. Abrams in general, if you look at like special features of Star Trek, you'll see him like standing behind the DP, like punching the camera to give it the right amount of shit. <laughs> yeah. 
And they even... I think I say punch in the DP. Shake <laughs> <laughs> more. He, he might as well be. But I, I think there was a lot of that in Saving Private Ryan where mm. Spielberg was like smashing the back of the camera and then I think at some point he had like a drill and he was just like running... He, running a drill to make it just go like mm, so when he was cool. filming the and Normandy in, like, stuff the CG shots for the new Star Trek the the uh, the, the CG artist had to develop like a mocap rig for just the camera where they would like beat it around and <laughs> please, stuff. Don't please don't do that oh my god they would do that would, the, I, I'm gonna start locking the door <laughs> just would, because of you they would tap the desk to get the right amount of camera shake Totally yeah, just that was fun. not a tap. I wonder if, if the cameraman... <laughs> he attacked the desk. <laughs> I wonder if the cameraman knows what he's getting into. Like, you're there, you're filming, it's the first day of a set, and then the director starts just beating the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Abrams? Speaking of new movies, hey, so have you guys seen the trailer for this new Disney movie coming out? Jesus. What? Wreck-It Ralph. Re- Wreck-It Ralph. So what happened? I feel like I'm living in some alternate universe where I'm not excited about a Pixar movie, but I'm excited about a Disney Wreck-It movie. Wreck-It Ralph looks pretty good. Yeah, like Brave doesn't register at all for me. Yeah. But Scar- Wreck-It Ralph seems Scar- interesting. Scar from Cars 2. Yeah, Brave Cars and Cars 2. Brave looks really good. It just, I don't know. Something doesn't seem I interesting. I think there's fatigue. There's Pixar fatigue at this point. Oh, get out no, of I, here. I, I would disagree. I, I just feel like the story for Brave just seems generic. What was a yeah. bad Pixar movie? Like yeah, Cars, 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 Cars 2 was 2. really good. I've, I, for mm. years, felt like... Uh, Cars and I love. I, 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 for years, felt like... But, I, I mean, I love Pixar movies. I f- uh, that Pixar has stayed in, like, a safe zone of the things they make, where, in terms of CG, they, they use characters and in in a, in an art style that allows their characters to, like, sell in a certain way that if, if it was done any more, any more realistically, it w- they would risk Uncanny Valley type things. Sure. Yeah. What's well, artistic choice, it's right? Artistic, yeah. It's artistic choice and also uh, a little bit of a safety. Did you like the Final Fantasy movie, Spirit Within? Spirit, I, I didn't, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Technically, but not story. Uh, a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Final Fantasy fan, and I grew up, and I'm thinking, oh, now they're making a Final Fantasy movie, and it has, not, like, in tone, it wasn't at all like a Final Fantasy movie, but... You kind of ignore that. Go, go piss. Yeah. Gavin is like making hand gestures that he has to pee, and it looks like he's coming on to everyone in the room. Yeah. He had to ask permission to leave the room. Oh, jeez. God damn it. <laughs> but I did, I did like it on a technical level. Gavin slammed his door on the way out. and uh, I give up. Jesus Christ. Christ furious. Just, just stick our mics up our butt. So, anyway... Do you want to talk about Wreck-It Ralph at all, Bernie? Jesus, on your, no on, thanks. On, on your list of podcast notes you made for remind me to talk about this. My, week, it was, just sucks when you have a really good idea, and it's like then if you kind of sit on an idea for more than five minutes, somebody else fucking makes it. That's why we've got to get going, Bernie. We're, I know. I hear, you, I hear you. I, I, I hear you. I, I, I put so, my head in and saw an empty seat, and I'm like, oh, there was a couple, there was a couple shots in Wreck-It Ralph that are like stuff we have designed for break room. Yep. So it's mm-hmm. just like... All right. What so, we, what, okay, what, what, is break, what is Break Room for those who might not know? Well, Break Room is a project that we've we've shown at PAX like two or three different times, and essentially, Break Room is the place where video game characters go when they're not in the video game. Yeah, when the video game is turned off. It's where they go. It's like the central hub, and then they go to their games oh, from really? there. I haven't right. seen the Wreck-It Ralph trailer. Oh, it's they have, it's, they have a game, well, they have a game central station. Well, in there. they even have yeah. <laughs> game characters can go. One of the game characters starts going into other games and is out of place. <laughs> right, no. which was yeah, yeah. No. Bernie. I, that new thing I was telling you about. I got. I'm going to get started on it today. Yeah, You should watch the trailer. Okay. It is a lesson to learn, though, if you're making content. But, if you have nope. an idea, make it right. I felt like with the way that that, that trailer starts with the, the Wreck-It Ralph gameplay also looked very authentic. It looked yeah. very much like a game from that era of that style. That's what I was saying about Break Room. It's just uh, the way the current Break Room is made. It's a little too non-game-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we post? Do we have no, 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 no. We're just saying that. I mean, we've talked. Yeah, we could probably post it. I'm sure we could post yeah. the test piece we did for Break Room. Um, 
Should have posted it's it before the Wreck It Ralph trailer. Somewhere, isn't it? We, we've done <laughs> it up places. It's in our PAX panels. I mean, we show it. Okay. Yeah. Like we've shown it like two or three times. Um, but the, the cool thing about Wreck It Ralph is the fact they have licensed characters. Like you see, Zangief is in there, and like M. Bison, Bowser's in there. Was it really? What were they really called? Yeah, Zangief? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says my name is Zangief. Oh, really? I'm a villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get, well, those are all Capcom characters, though. So I wonder if they made a deal with Capcom. Is Pac-Man? Was Pac-Man? 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 Somebody, oh, yeah, somebody did a really funny screenshot saying <laughs> new Capcom characters revealed that are going to be in Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> and then the screenshot was a clip from Wreck-It Ralph, but there were two other characters masked, and you had to pay five ninety nine for DLC to see them <laughs> in the movie. Uh, 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 that was uh, pretty fucking funny. Pay, uh, paid DLC, yeah. You know, the people who really like were crying about DLC when it first came out, like, this is going to become a thing and it's going to mm-hmm. be everywhere... They're pretty much right. I mean, like, DLC is a huge Yeah, remember when the model. horse armor came out for, was it Morrowind? Or yeah, right? no, Oblivion, yeah. It, was it Oblivion? People were like, whoa, it's like three bucks just for fucking armor. Oh. I, yeah. But I, you do have, do you ever buy the add-on equipment for, well, it's, stuff, a, it's like a big armor. deal for Capcom games because, especially in their fighting games, it's like whole characters uh, that you're downloading and unlock see, for. I would never buy equipment or armor or anything like that, but if it's, like, another story, like Grand Theft Auto 4, the two episodes that yeah. came after that were amazing. Yeah, the Rock, Ballad of Gay Tony was the, better than GTA yeah, 4. Rockstar does a really, really yeah. good DLC. Even, like, Red Dead Redemption doing the Undead Nightmare. I mean, that's... Oh, Undead Nightmare, you didn't even need Red Dead Redemption for, no, right? No. It was, like, its own standalone I think thing? they released a separate disc, as a matter of fact, yeah. eventually. I, I, that's the way to do DLC. I, I understand the whole, like, especially with Capcom's problems with the DLC thing, the on-disc DLC. But at the same time, they had an explanation for it, which made a lot of sense. It's just that when you have Street Fighter Four then Super Street Fighter 4, then Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, when it's it's just difficult to put this content out and justify the like the, the, the extreme amount of balance that goes into a fighting game, where if it's there, they're taking care of the bulk of it while handling some number crunching on the back end that they release later, which they don't have the development time for for the current release. It's kind of complicated. I, I, could, I could see that. Yeah. The, the thing about downloading a massive chunk of stories, though, is that I'm when I pay the money, I feel like I'm getting something. When I'm downloading a, a piece of armor and it's like... 13 right. kilobytes because it's already on the disc I've just been locked out of it and it goes, yeah. I, 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 that's but something about paying money for, for that that's... for a fighting game character like there's more balance than the amount of polygons you have to download you know right. what I mean like there's just certain like well, I think that's different he's talking about like a piece of equipment yeah, yeah, or yeah. something that's like even more inconsequential so, so, so the Capcom joke it's like that's part of the reason they've, they have a, they've been known to do that and it's, it's a hard thing to both justify and excuse mm-hmm. you know I'll tell you something, though, on the flip side of that that I hate is I hate when I buy a video game and I paid $60 for the game and I am locked out of shit on the game. Yeah, because yeah, you've, paid, you've paid and they've locked you out of stuff you've paid for. Well, and yeah, it's like, you pay again. And I, no, no, not that I have to make pay again, but that I have to play the game for 40 hours to get to a certain track or something. It's just locked. Uh, I can't, like... Well, that's uh, just progression, though. What do you mean? Well, sometimes it's progression, but sometimes it's not. Like, for, I can give you an example. Like, for Lego Star Wars, it's, like, unlocking all the characters, you know, and going through it and, like, building up all the coins to do it. Especially for kids' games, that's a huge thing. And it's, like, it does keep the kids occupied. That's- but then my kids will get the, all the levels in Lego Star Wars unlocked and all the characters unlocked. And then they delete the save game because they want to start over again. And then after, like, a minute of that, they're like, oh, no, I want to go back and have my characters. Like, you fucking delete them. <laughs> so, so they actually have the ability to buy characters for Lego Star Wars. So you just buy your way further ahead into the game? I would t- I will, I, I'm one of those people that, like, will, like... I want to just unlock everything. I don't want to play. I don't have time to play Tiger Woods for eighty hours to unlock everything. Yeah, see, see, where, that, I just want to play a golf game. See, that used to be a cheat code <laughs> where you just pipe, type in a cheat code and boom, yeah. you got everything unlocked. Now what, you have to pay for it. What happened to cheat codes? <laughs> they DLC. became DLC. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. became DLC. Yeah, I, but I've got some cheat codes from my childhood stuck in my we head. We were talking like, about we're that. Locked in, like the other day, we were playing Minecraft, and I was like. 
Genie Jafar, Aladdin, Abu. That takes you to the cloud level in Aladdin on the <laughs> oh Super God. Nintendo. Or, or IDD, How, why do I remember that? IDDQD is God Mode. IDKFA <laughs> is un- Unlock uh, Keys that, and Ammo. Do that, you know the Mike Tyson code from Mike Tyson Punch-Out? No. I used to know that one. Oh, God. It, was, uh, it started with 007, didn't it? Um, I'll look it up, guys. Uh, Street Fighter 2, Don R, Up L, Y, B. Could play mirror matches. Dude, so I played... Mirror matches, so at E3, I, um, I actually did an interview with this guy, but I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, HD, the new, the new like remastered version of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh-huh. I sat down with Tony Hawk in, the, in the, the warehouse, the very first level, and I was like, oh my god, I know this level back to front. I jumped and immediately threw out a 900. I was like, oh, I remember the special moves. <laughs> like, like, I, I haven't played that game in a decade, and I immediately yeah. remembered exactly what to hit. And I was That's like, awesome. Wow. That, that, that is one of that warehouse level on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is one of those levels that's just synonymous with video games. I mean, yeah. Everybody recognizes like the, that the, was the one level everybody played in that game. Yeah. yeah. You go down that first hill with uh, Superman by Goldfinger playing. Like, yeah, you'll immediately be taken back <laughs> a, a decade. And yeah, be like, that's oh, awesome. I to- I, I'm really excited for that game. I, like, my interest in Tony Hawk games fell off after like three yeah. or something. No, I, but I, I, I'd really love to go back and see this. I did an interview with uh, the main producer on the game, and um, I don't know how the audio turned out, so I might, I might have to scrap it. But like, we had a, it was a really cool interview. We were just talking about that, like talking about you have to preserve those memories because mm-hmm. people remember that game so fondly to go back and mess with it in any way is like yeah. you have to be very very careful and like they, they took that into heart and when they were doing it and I feel like that's something they addressed well with Halo Anniversary mm-hmm. where they just took the engine from the original game and then put you know nicer graphics on it but you could still toggle back and forth yeah. between original graphics and new graphics so you could still re-experience those same memories you had which yeah. also on the other hand see it was graphics. almost kind of like the shut up button it's like oh yeah this is different you know it's not yeah. they didn't get you and then you hit it you know, oh no shut up <laughs> yeah. Yeah. let me go back to the new polished version yeah. and those cutscenes the uh, the terminals yeah. in Halo University were awesome <laughs> there, yeah. there's some amazing stuff in those there's one where Guilty Spark just gets bored and he starts ejecting pieces of the Halo into space and it's like yeah Keep, keep himself busy. Yeah, he's been just waiting around Dude, for a hundred thousand years. What do you think about the? Uh, uh, you are right. The the Mike Tyson code begins with double o seven. It's double o seven three seven three. Five nine six three. Wow. I, 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 God, I, I think the double o seven is the only one I can remember because James Bond. I remember. R L up down A up X A. I have no idea what game that's from. So really? Someone let me know. What is it? R L R L up, up down, down A up X A. So a it must be a Super Nintendo X-A. game. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. I, d- I didn't remember the thing, but I did it with my hand in the air, and I think that's what it was. So you think you'll be remembering the Halo, like, Pancam stuff ten years from now? Yeah, I remember that. I, I, kept, I can't say Pan-Cam. it, but I can do it with my hands. Hitman 2, all weapons. Oh, that's <laughs> crap out of Hitman 2. It was amazing, game. Oh, I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> you revealed that you cheated in Hitman 2, which is one of your first thousand-point games that are No, made. Hitman Blood Money was my... One of my first. Uh, different. Oh, Hitman Two was Silent okay. Assassin. Oh, speaking yeah. of speaking yeah. which, Absolution looks awesome. Oh my god, I got to see some of that, see some of that. That looks really. I, I've cool. always been massively into the Hitman games. Yeah, Did, it was the, the Hitman yeah. One set, set so well with me because it was the first game that I've ever seen to have Ragdoll. Yeah, like, very early on, like this is like nineties with Ragdoll. It was. So wasn't there in Quake? Wasn't there like a separate Ragdoll add-on you could get for it? Like Quake Two. I don't know. Uh, I'm having like a, a vague memory of like a game where you could download a separate ragdoll pack. No. All I remember about Quake is Quake was the game where somebody made the capture the flag mod, yep. and no other game it had capture the flag. 
And now every single game that comes out since then, whoever this guy was who made a mod, completely yeah. changed video games. The Capture the Flag mod also came with that fucking grappling hook. You remember that? I love the, the grappling hook. The grappling hook was the best thing ever. You fucking just shoot up on the ceiling and just camp down. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what did you do with it? You had a grappling hook as one of your items. Yeah. So you could like use it like Bionic Commando, and you could use it to like hang yourself from the ceiling or any piece of geometry in the world. That sounds awesome. So you could also do it to other players. You could grapple them, and then you were like... Attached to them. <laughs> it was really cool, and yeah. I don't. There's never been a game with a grappling hook really since. Just Cause kind of did similar stuff, like yeah, tethering yeah, yeah. stuff together and hooking on stuff. Was that new Bionic Commando remake good? I never played um, it. It was all right. People like the like the remake of the side scroller one more than they like the 3D one. Yeah, people like those. But again, preserving those memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, and it just threw out like a dotted line. Yeah, and then it had a little hook. At the yeah, end. yeah, it had like yeah. a like a three pronged. Like, really low-res graphic. I found a video of it here. Oh, that, 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 that was we so much Jack fun. Here. Those were some of my most fond, like, CTF, or some of my oh, most yeah. fond memories with Quake was with that mod and with Did, that fucking grappling I mean, We talked about it before, but have you ever played Jailbreak? Did you play? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite mods ever, and that, that just doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. That was where, when you died, you respawn in jail, but then you could break out of jail if there are enough of you in jail. Yeah. It's like these, all these weird game types. Like, people were just figuring out multiplayer. It's like a new thing. Yeah. And so it's like trying to see what's stuck. And, like, you have all these weird things, like some stuff, like have to flag sticks with a grappling hook or jailbreak. Like, these modes don't exist anymore. It's just, yeah. it didn't work out. I have or so didn't many, catch on. I have so many fond memories of playing that. I mean, that was, that, that was like, my favorite time playing games on a PC. What, what I'm worried about is becoming you. Uh-oh. In the, I don't, because whenever you talk about a game that was made before I was born or something like that, like we're talking about, what? What was that, what was that game we played in Trials today? Uh, Missile Command. Yeah, so that, that's a really old game. I mean, technically, that, when, when was Missile Command made? 19, I mean, it was 1977. 77? So, mm, I, I, know, I, 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 I thought it was like 81 or 82. That's, right, what, I, that's right. what I thought, 81 or like, 82. The, the way I, the, when someone talks to me about a really old game, I, I, I wasn't there, so I don't like feel the enthusiasm for it. I'm wondering if w- when I'm talking about Halo to my grandkids, they're going to be like, idiot. 1980. Crappy game. Mm. That yeah. won't be a problem if we just if we keep making old games over again. <laughs> Which is what's happening. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean like, honestly, like I would rather play Doom 2 multiplayer, like four-player multiplayer, than almost anything else. Yeah, but now you sound like an old man. Exactly. And so, I don't so, sound like an so, old man. So the answer to that is yes. Yeah. Is yes. Gonna you're you're going to get old and you know, your stuff. And, like, so you, were there ever video games that people would tell you about? When you were younger. No, because we were, we were there when it started. Yeah, it's like, from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. No one was like, oh, remember It's like, oh, remember that Star Trek game we could play on the oscillator? That was cool. <laughs> no, I, I can tell you there's nothing lamer than hearing people be nostalgic about stuff that you didn't care about. Yeah. Like, it was too young for you to deal with. Like, people would talk about Pokemon or what's this thing that people are always talking about? Not Rugrats. or some other kind of show. Arnold? Was it Arnold? Oh, hey, okay. hey, Arnold. I'm like, what the fuck? I never understood why they used to call him Football Head because a football for me was a different shape. Oh. He had a shape like stop. an egg. Okay, yeah. yeah. Stop it. Um, no, yeah, like fifty years from now, kids are gonna be like having haptic glasses and gloves and haptic stepping. glasses. Yeah, it's gonna I'm gonna touch this with my eye. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's, it's, and they're gonna be like, oh, I remember playing Halo. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in Back to the Future too. Like when he plays the video games, like yeah. you have to use your hands for it. That's a baby's game. Yeah. <laughs> that was- <laughs> Was that, no, was that Elijah Wood? Yeah, I think that was. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was no, it was it was either Elijah Wood or the guy that was with Elijah Wood. I was, think it, it was. Was he talking about Connect? Samwise? He's <laughs> <laughs> talking about like an arcade game where you had to like pick up a gun and shoot. Yeah. Let me so. see here. Um, I'm just gonna look this up. But yeah, I, well, do, I do think that was Elijah Wood. Yeah, he, oh, he was he was the kid either in the first movie or the second movie, or, or he didn't he didn't do both of them, did he? I don't remember him in the first. I'm pretty sure it was him in the second. Um, I'm G- looking him up. Gavin, did you have arcades in, in Europa Uh huh. when you were growing up? Did you, what was your first arcade game you ever played? I don't think I ever was allowed to play them. 
You so you, okay? So you've never played an arcade game in your life? Yeah, I have. But okay, what was your like, first fucking arcade game you ever played? Make it uh, easy. Everybody's friends here. I don't know. Like once you play an Xbox, you don't really care about. What, big what do you consider to be the penultimate arcade game? The ultimate. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Why the do ultimate, people say the first annual? What, what did you just say there? What, I said penultimate. But penultimate. Is, is it, see, this is a conversation it's I had a with Jeff. Mistake. He Jeff Jeff was saying penultimate. Which I thought was well, different. That's just dumb. With, I thought it was separate to penultimate, and, he, and I was like, "What does penultimate mean?" He's like, it "Means the best." I was like, "You sure you don't mean penultimate, as in second to last?" And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Okay, so, See, what, that's, so that's a great thing about Jeff is Jeff can be wrong with confidence, <laughs> yeah. and then you automatically believe him, and everybody in the room is wrong. All right, good, good. Elijah Wood was in Back to the Future Two as the video game. Boy. Okay, my, my so, answer to the arcade question is: I obviously didn't care enough to remember what the first one I played was. Wow! So your your first experience with, an, with video games was a console. It was a Super Nintendo. I played oh. Super Mario Land. Oh. Wow. That's great. Super Mario World. What was your favorite arcade game of all time? First one or favorite? Favorite of all time. Probably Mortal Kombat 2. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a shitload of awesome memories of Mortal Kombat 2. Like, like playing in Aladdin's Castle and Martin Creek Mall when I was a kid. I think for me it was Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, those That's your I mean, first arcade game? No, it's no, my favorite. favorite. Cause ah. first, my first arcade game was Akari Warriors, which I oh. loved. I actually have God. I have Akari Warriors in my garage at my house. I think my first arcade game was Tempest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think people listening to this are like... I don't know. What's our audience like in terms of this retro stuff? Well, like, it, it all depends. I mean, retro is very specific. People always... We always talk about, like, for Achievement Hunter, maybe having a retro... What was that horrible name? Uh, you guys came up with horror, a horror... A horror... Wind. A horror wind. <laughs> well, now, now it's a look back at some stuff. It was AH Rewind, yeah. which looked like a horror wind. Because <laughs> the logo became... Between, I remember when, oh, Jeff, right. when Jeff made that, you, look, you walked past us like, what's a horror wind? And he was like... Uh, it just, <laughs> just never made it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, retro is so specific to everybody. I mean, yeah. it's like your yeah. version of retro is not my version of retro, right. and everyone else's retro is just lame. Yeah, well, it's just, I shit yeah. you don't care about. I it's, feel like we have maybe us three here have. I haven't some, cared about the last twenty minutes of the podcast. <laughs> we have some commonality uh, as far as retro goes because I think we started around the same time. Yeah, um, but yeah, we, I mean, I feel like we we started. I know I started young. I'm sure yeah. you know we all started playing young, so we have that same origin anyway yeah. so I mean, the, like the same base language yeah I mean I, I was I was I think of four or five years old and I was playing at Skaggs at like way up in North Austin they had Akari Warriors and then they had Tubin and I played those oh two I games. love Tubin and so uh, and then they eventually got Narc and then um, I liked Tubin because it, it also like it changed the, like the common way you interface with a game. That's what yeah. I remember most about it. What yeah. was, it didn't have a joystick. It was all buttons. You had five buttons, so you could paddle behind on the left or behind on the right, and then the forward on the left, the forward on the right, and then the fifth button was to throw a can. Did you guys ever play the original Street Fighter where I did. it yep. had the buttons where the, the harder you pressed yeah. it was the that yeah. fierceness of the punch? They have three levels of analog. <laughs> Yeah, was, you hit it really hard. It was just, it was just, punch. it was just that machine must have had the crap kicked out of it. It, yeah. it had these giant like uh, trapezoid shaped buttons that were supposedly analog, but it was really you just pressed it hard to get fierce punch and press it light to get yeah. light medium uh, hey. light punch. Hey, the, buddy, what? How long's our flight? Oh, Eighteen hours. Oh. But there's a game actually that I want to say this just in case someone knows where <laughs> there is a version of this. There was a game I played in arcades, which is. Probably the best football game I've played ever on anything. It was John Elway's team quarterback. And they had it on the NES, but that was garbage. They had it in the arcade, and it was it would record your profile in the game. Go, go to klov.com. It's K-L-O-V. killer list of video games. It's I've like, seen it on there. Yeah. It says like eight people have it. But it's like, how do I get to where I can see it? But anyway, in passing, what they had was they had a, another joystick for passing, which was spring-loaded to where you pulled it back and then you aimed and you could lead receivers and like put the ball right there and you let go of the spring-loaded 
joystick. That was how you passed. That's cool. No one has ever implemented anything like that. Now it's just like you just highlight the receiver and hit A yeah. to throw it to yeah. him. You know? did, you, did you ever play the arcade version of Tech Mobile? Yes. Which it was like rear projected. Yeah, it was weird. It was like three screens mm-hmm. and it, you'd sit like four people at it. And you're right, it was rear projected. It was a giant cabinet. Huge. Hmm. And uh, it was it was a very similar gameplay style except instead of being top down like the NES, it was like a three quarter view. Hmm. And like everyone was animated a lot more like cartoonish. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was pretty fun. So the, the KLOV site, they have a forum attached to it that's like basically arcade collectors and owners. And I got into a big run where I started, you know, collecting arcade games. I actually have about nine now. Crazy. And, uh, and um and you can find pretty much anything. You be, and you can literally say like you can have on your profile like I'm looking for these games and I have these games and people will make trades. And I mean I, I got I got a um a co- or I got a full arcade machine. Of Heavy Barrel, which How is sort of the, the space. I love, I love Heavy Barrel. He has his garage. That, I have a garage. That's a fucking great game. So Heavy Barrel is basically the spiritual sequel to Akari Warriors. It has the, the, the joystick that rotates, mm-hmm. you know? And so I got that for 100 bucks, delivered that's, to my house. That's for, awesome. For $100. And that, you get the Heavy Barrel, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the one you have to collect like the little pieces of the bigger gun. Yeah, and then when you, you got them all, you got like this fucking giant yeah, gun. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, Bernie. It's fucking awesome. Bernie, yeah. you, you remember at PAX East when they had that retro arcade room? That was badass. Yes. I, I was like, I, this, I, I, I saw that arcade room. I'm like, oh my God, a retro arcade room. I walked in, went, eh, and walked right back out. I, I kind of liked it. I, 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 I didn't know. Too cool, cool for it, huh? Monty? I thought it was cool, but I was like, um, I got better things to do. Well, it's also it's God. also it's like if you see somebody else, they had to curate what machines to bring. Whoever curated that particular arcade had my similar taste. Yeah. You know, and I, I went up to S and B Amusements uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, it's a local place that uh, fixes and sells you know old arcade machines. And mm-hmm. I was looking at you know it's like it's just basically a warehouse with a bunch of arcade parts and a few finished machines. And I was like, wow, it's awesome! Like this this game, I haven't seen it forever. This game, and I was like, oh man, you didn't have Operation Wolf by any chance, do you? And I was like, you wish. I was like, what, is that hard to get a hold of? He goes, I only know one person with an Operation Wolf, and he will not let anyone touch it. God. Gavin looked like he's about to fall asleep. Gavin, I'm with you. Operation Wolf was like the first game I can remember that had like a gun on it. Do you know, yeah. I, feel, I felt really embarrassed one day when I, I used to have a Super Nintendo, and it was secondhand, like my parents bought it off someone else, and there was that scope thing. Like Super Scope 6? Yeah. So I would always try and play this Super game. Scope. And after a while, I played it like 50 times. I was like, it's always kind of the same. And I never really like stay in the same level for very long. I realized that the scope never had any batteries in it. And I was just watching the demo of, of, oh, on the start screen. I was, wow. I was like, <laughs> I never once played that game. I thought I was playing it constantly. All my friends used to come around and play it. And we just watched. <laughs> so even at a young age, you were the start well, how was I to know? Because <laughs> it probably start. <laughs> no, I don't know. My, my parents weren't, you know, they didn't know anything about games. So, And I didn't either. I was new. Clearly. I was like Probably. seven years like seven, old. Seven. This was like five years ago. Gavin, that is devastatingly stupid. <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> devastatingly stupid. That is, that's like, the best way to describe Gavin. This guy always jumps here and I always miss this guy. And then I'm somewhere on a <laughs> snow level. I mean, <laughs> come on. Gavin, <laughs> there's going to be a day where we just play a movie on your computer of you working and you're going to think you're working. <laughs> Gavin, that is totally unacceptable that you just say that. I was that. like seven or something. What seven? But that would be like... You were in school at that point, right? That would be like you telling us about the time that you learned about out doors. <laughs> I thought it was outside, but it was just a house plant. I knew there was four rooms, but then we opened one door, and there was a sky, and it was amazing. In Europe, in Europe the Super Scope was called the Nintendo Scope. Ooh. 
Well, that's an original name, the Nintendo Scope. <laughs> Did you have Mario Paint? Did you ever use that? And get the I, oh, I loved I Mario Paint. Okay, Mario okay let's get off the <laughs> okay. Since we're talking, since we're, we're, talking we're establishing cred. Since we were talking about modding, why don't we talk about uh, the mod that I was showing you guys earlier? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was showing Gav <laughs> and Gus. We actually recorded the video for mm-hmm. it for Achievement Hunter. Um, it's a mod that we got sent because we talked about this on a previous podcast. I said it would be very cool if there was, first of all, an MMO where you had one life. Because that would make you really cautious about what you're doing. And then later on we talked about, well, it would be great also if there was a game that was just a zombie simulator. Not like Left 4 Dead, but like the world is taken over by zombies and you just have to survive and go out for forage for stuff. Turns out somebody made that. Yes. There's a mod for a game called Arma 2, which nobody (laughs) has ever heard of, this game Arma 2. Nobody I know has has played it ever. And they made this – somebody made a mod for it called Day – Z, Gavin. Uh-huh. Day Z. Day Z. Thank you. Daisy and, sounds like a flower. <laughs> and uh, and so I was showing it to, to uh, Gus and Gav. We put up a video. We'll probably link it in the link dump, I'm sure. Yeah, hopefully it's out by this time. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy game. You start on the beach, and you've got a gun, and you've got a can of beans, and it's just the rule is just survive. What, what I like about the this podcast now is that people are actually posting on Reddit what <laughs> you're about to talk about. Like, there was a thing on Reddit saying... Bernie plans on talking about this on the next podcast. That was in the DayZ subreddit. Yeah. So I posted a journal saying I was going to talk about this because sometimes in my journal I post notes for next Wednesday. Right, stuff that you missed. Like, you were trying to say something about 20 minutes ago. You kept trying to start something and we just got off track. I wonder what that was. That I you were getting yeah, yeah, you you were <laughs> was... He came back to it. It was that video game list. I thought it was... Was e- it? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I was trying to no, bring up something E3 related. No, I was talking about, about Record Ralph, but we did get to that. So I don't, I don't know. It was something that happens, yeah, but that all, happens all the time. all the time. Yeah. 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 You're like, I'm going to bring it up in a few minutes. It drives people crazy on Twitter. Someone wrote to me and they go, last week you were about Say what you were <laughs> jealous of. Gavin has a thousand point game. What is it? You kept trying to say it, and they kept cutting you off. There was a moment recently where I was listening to a, like a three year old podcast that I was on, and there's a point where we were talking about something, and I went, I w- and I knew exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. I never said it. I remember the exact thing I was going to say what? three years ago. What were you saying? Oh Christ, Monty! I don't know. No, no I don't <laughs> you know. When I listen back to the podcast, I have the same internal reactions yeah. to what I what I end up saying on yeah. the podcast. It's the same thought process. You're getting those same things. Yeah. Those same sometimes, triggered. sometimes you forget yeah. that you did say it. It's like. Oh, what? And, and then you go and say it. It's like, oh, yeah, I did say that. At the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, happened, that happened to me with the uh, the Cinnamon No video with Joel and I because I, I hadn't seen that video when we recorded audio for it, and I watched it again, and I laughed at the exact same spots <laughs> as I do in the video. Like, I have the exact same reaction every time I watch it's that video. It's pretty funny. It's when like, it happens. Sometimes I'll go back and, like, through the Internet Archive, I'll look at the old Drunk Gamers site, and I'll yeah. read something like, man, this is really funny. Like, oh, I wrote it. You know, <laughs> Ten years ago, this is something you, you I wrote. Must, you must get that with Red vs. Blue a lot. Because I, I, I have talked about that in the podcast before, I think. Or when, I talked about journals. Yeah, like when I was when I did season seven, I obviously watched one to six. Mm-hmm. And I think you walked in on when I was watching some bit, or I was watching something just for reference, and you're, you're cracking up. Because it's your humor. And like, right. I guess you've... Forgotten that you made the joke, or completely just, forgotten, and, then, it. and you find it funny because you found it funny when you wrote it. Right? It's, exactly it's just really right. funny watching you laugh. Around. It is <laughs> weird after ten years to have things that I can sit down and watch, and it's like literally written. Everything is in my style of humor, and I don't remember it at all. <laughs> I sit and watch, I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> if you, how long if you, you were to sit for? down and watch Red vs. Blue from episode oh, okay. one, I'm gonna head out. Bye, Bye, Ronnie. We're about to wrap up soon, anyway. Stuff stuff to do. Busy busy guy. Hey, great episode this week. Episode three was awesome, dude. Gotta make more. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta make the donuts. Um, If you were to sit down and watch Red vs. Blue episode one to now, how many hours of content is that? 16, Monty? Bernie Burns. Oh, cool. I know what that is. Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) God damn it, Monty. (laughs) (laughs) Monty came in. He threw up the dumps of pocket in between the fight.
five mics and then slams the door. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm gonna start locking that door. I've got to start taking a picture of Gus's face when he's, oh. he does this face when he's annoyed. Oh. He, sometimes you don't say it, but you're just like, you, it's like a, a facial sigh. It's like your face droops down in size. That's what you do. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that, Bernie? I have seen that look you? on Gus's face my entire life. The, this, the, Did the, you buy one of those? The, what is that? The name of the box is First Class Sleeper. Did you get the, <laughs> Let me see that box. Let me see that box. It's not what you think it is, Gus. It's not. It's not the thing where you lean forward. Oh, uh, I thought it was the thing where you lean forward. Yeah. I, okay. yeah. Did you get that on like Sky Mall? No, I was. I was literally just talking to a friend of mine who racked up a hundred and twenty-five thousand miles last year flying. Wow, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and he said, "If you're going to Australia, get this." And he said, "Just trust me. Just get it." So I'm just trusting it. I'm getting it. So it looks like lumbar support or something. Fuck you. I don't know. It's like a thing you just sleep on. That's so. good. I, yeah, thought you, I thought you got that stupid thing in Sky Mall that you have to inflate and then you lean forward oh, on. Yeah. You want that. No, I God, want that. That thing I looks want terrible. That. We should just get it for our desk here at work. <laughs> you know, when I'm on a plane and I'm feeling tired, I can't... You don't have to that up right now. <laughs> we're about to wrap up. Wait till after we're done. When I'm on a plane and I want to... Doing it into the mic. Product testing. When you're on a plane and you want to... When I want to be... <laughs> when I want to sleep. I actually find it... I can't lean back and be comfortable... I find it easier just to like lean forward and like put my hand to the back of my head, and I'm there, and I'm realizing this that's the brace position. Yeah. So like other people are no, <laughs> thinking I'm scared of the plane crashing. It's okay. So what's but your that's point? actually comfortable when for you're me. sitting in a seat. Where does your space end and the next person's begin? The armrest. The armrest. The, the armrest is disputed claims. territory. Dep- yeah. Depending on the claim and depending on who's in the middle or who's on the edge. Yeah, if, you, but, if you claim the armrest, that's yours for the entire but flight. spilling over the armrest into another seat is unacceptable. unacceptable. Absolutely. Unacceptable. Especially if you spill under the armrest, <laughs> which some people have <laughs> the, the, the weight to do. See, I, I get window seats. I always, I always make it a point to get a window seat, and I flatten myself up against that wall because I fucking hate touching other people while yeah. I'm flying. Yeah. And, but then I have these people like just throw their elbows out. And it's like, what the? What are you doing? Dude, you got to give the armrest to the dude in the middle. The yeah, middle yeah, seat's yeah. the, the middle, I, I'll concede it okay. to whoever's in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. But it's just like those people who are like, why are you, your arm is in my lap? I, like, sat next, I, I sat next to a dude recently who apologized like, as soon as he got on the plane because he was a big dude. Like, not just fat, but tall. This guy must have been like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and just big. And, like, a big dude. He just massively sits down in the seat. He's like, I'm really sorry, man. I, I, I can't help it. I was like, don't worry. You're cool. Don't don't sweat. I, I appreciate the sentiment. Was, was it Kevin Smith? I don't mind the middle because you can spread your knees. Let me tell you something that, that pissed me off where I ran into a guy like that. Where I was flying back from Australia the last time we went down there to promote DVDs. And at the check-in, they said, oh, do you want to pay 70 bucks, 75 bucks, I think it was, to upgrade to an exit row? And as Gus, as you know, the exit row has a lot more room. Yes. And on the international flight, it was against a bulkhead exit row. So, so I could lay my legs all the way out. Right, there's no row of seats in front of you. Got you. Then I get on it and I find out, guess what? Nobody isn't sitting in the seat next to me as well. Best international flight of all time. <laughs> wow. Then, flight takes off. Six foot eight dude gets up, comes over to my seat and sits down in that empty seat. Goes, thank, goes, thank God this stayed open. He goes, I can't stand being in those small seats. I'm like, you motherfucker, I paid for this goddamn yeah, normally seat. the airline or the flight attendant should be aware of that and kick him out. <laughs> She, I mean, the dude was a really big dude. I mean, he was really big. But then that yeah, happened. Then now, my seat, for it. now my seat, which I paid for now, has the big dude next to me that I just can't, yeah. you know, get you comfortable next to. Yeah. Right, we, we, we need to start wrapping this up because uh, we've been going for a long time. On my flight from Dallas to Austin, the last time I flew in, there was, it was a re- very empty flight. And I was on the exit row and two other dudes were. And she comes over and is like, you, you're aware you're, gonna, you're on the exit row, do all that stuff. And the other guys just went... I'm going to sleep. So he got up and went to a different row and just like laid down across all three seats. So I'm the only one in the X-ray. It was well, kind of scary. Well, that's kind of cool, Why? though. Because, you know, the plane crashes, I'm the guy. 
There's Listen, no one else on the other three rows of exit. Let me get this straight. So if the plane crashes, the scary thing is that you have responsibility? <laughs> you have to, the that, fucking that, plane that is crashing? You crazy. have to open the door, and you'll be the first Dude, one out. I, would, I don't know how that door works. I'm probably not my It's like a super scope. There's no batteries in this thing. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, though, if, if I was on a plane and Gavin was the only one in the exit row, I would probably be a little scared. Of <laughs> so he might have a point. Like his stupid, I think he's like maybe he's thinking about himself in the third person or something. Man, where he's realizing that he's probably not the person who should be We didn't there. get a chance to talk about it. We wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about that Air France 447. Don't talk about, about it. it. Yeah, no, we don't have enough time. We're, yeah, we're, we're, already, we're already really long. All right. So what? <laughs> so the last words on the, trend, on, the, on the black box for that flight are the pilot saying, but what's going on? Scary. I mean, that's like the worst Whoa. fucking thing. That was literally the last transmission. That's the last thing so on the black what's box. what's going on? Bam. Nah, they're going to yeah. They'd already been falling. He didn't know it. They were oh. falling for minutes. They had no idea. Well, what was what was all this altitude stuff saying? Was it the, the, okay? It's it's a long explanation, but the short version is the most junior co-pilot had one of the sticks, and in an Airbus, in a Boeing, the two sticks are connected. So if you turn one, the other one turns also. Yeah, thank in God we're Air, talking about this. In an Airbus, that's not the case. They move independently. So if one person's moving the stick, the other person doesn't know. So the most junior co-pilot was pulling back. Uh, trying to trying to ascend, but no one else knew. They were trying to figure out what's going on. The plane had stalled. Oh, it was essentially barely moving forward at sixty knots and was falling like this. Oh. The, the the onboard computer thought there's no way that we're in the air doing this. We must be on the ground. So it shut off the warnings, thinking it was on the ground. <laughs> well, that, well, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's so, your flight, boys. So I mean, they were going sixty knots. I think their airspeed indicator still kept telling them that the stall alarm went off for a minute and then they ignored it. Uh, but they were essentially stalled. We're going like this and just fell straight into the ocean at 120 miles an hour. Do you want to go to Australia with maybe a different time? Uh, right, or? I know. With all of our coincidences we're having, we're talking about this now. I'm yeah, going to be the, the guy like, opening the door on this flight and I'm going to knock myself out with the emergency door. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. The, the tubes on the exterior of the plane that measure airspeed had frozen over because they were flying through a storm. Uh-huh. So their airspeed indicator got fucked up. So the most junior co-pilot thought, oh, well, it's just like a takeoff. I'll increase the throttle and I'll make the plane climb. I would do but that. when you're at 37,000 feet, you're already at maximum capacity. You know, the air's so thin up there that he did that, that there was no increase in lift at that point. So oh, he just there's less air resistance on the end of the... Stop talking. So Stop he pivoted fucking up to... He was trying to ascend at hey, 7,000 feet a minute. Jesse, you, you've finally done it. I want to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, said, we got no, you, you said you didn't want it. No, no, go ahead. And what, and what else happened? So then that result, they stalled. They fucking fell crazy. belly first into the, belly first. Uh, into the Atlantic. And, it was and air- they were in a range in an area where they could not communicate with any tower. So no one knew that the plane was even missing until it didn't land. Man, and then a paraplegic guy could start walking around again on an island. <laughs> it was pretty cool. They didn't find right. the black box till two years later. Oh, shit. How would you find a fucking black box in the ocean? And at the bottom of the... Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Does it have a transponder to help find it? Yeah, but the transponder died a long time ago. Like the transponder, I think, only has batteries that let it go for a couple weeks. So they Do you it- think there's still sunken treasure, like in the bomb? Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. The Tesseract's down there somewhere, right? Don't oh, Jesus, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm glad you guys are getting on a plane now. Yep, yeah, enjoy. thanks. Thanks for that, guys. I hope you get an exit road. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about a little bit more about Daisy because it leads into something else. Okay. So this Daisy, Daisy server that we're going to be setting up, I've already gotten one. We're going to set it up for sponsors of the site to maybe start having more like gaming servers yeah. and gaming nights to do more stuff for our sponsors because we had this like mishap with the oh, – yeah. yeah, with our video where – one of the benefits for sponsorship on the site is you can download videos. All of a sudden, that service stopped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was wondering where that option went when I was uploading Blip. Well, yeah. Or the the people that we use for the service they just stopped offering that. 
Which I can understand why they would, but it's like, then it's like, oh, shit, we got to figure out a new solution yeah, for it. So we are fixing yeah. that, though, right? No, like, we got to figure it out. Yeah, okay. we're, we're working on it. It's just going to take a while. It's 10 yeah, years it's of video that content. we have to, like, re-upload and then re-link. Oh, it's, it's a fucking daunting Which we've task. already done before, but we did it five years, we did it seven years, <laughs> now we're doing it 10 years, you know? Yeah. So, so we're making a Daisy server. Yeah, so, so we're gonna make a we're gonna make a Daisy server, and you know uh, the more you say, I, I gotta agree with him. It's, I you gotta start day saying Daisy. Daisy. Okay, Daisy server. How about we say Zombie Day? So um, a Daisy server. Yay! We, we, <laughs> well, we should do something for like anyone who like finds and either assists or kills a Rooster Teeth employee. No, we, we, should, we should set bounties on each other. That would be cool. Like if someone kills Jack and takes a screenshot, I'll you know I don't know, I'll give him a sponsorship or fuck that. No, but then you can you get like armies almost where yeah. it's like people helping you and. Like each one of us has like groups that we associate like, with. I wonder if there's any way you can befriend zombies. Like, I just, like just zombies. So what no, do you think? People do that where they get this big group and they, of survivors and they don't want to fight them, but they want their stuff. They'll run through a town and start kiting zombies behind them. That's awesome. And then just run through that group. <laughs> okay, well, that's this could be me. You can see like just me running with like 300 zombies tailing. <laughs> like, come on, like, fucker! People just sat in a building and they just hear like. <laughs> you come running in with like trailing seven. Oh. No, that happens. You'll be in a city. You'll see a survivor on by. You're like, whoa, what's he? And then all of a sudden, all the zombies chasing you. Like, you like step back in the door. We're like, good whoa. luck, dude. <laughs> you're on your own. You, there should be an option in that game to hold the door shut. <laughs> no, no, like, not coming in. Lean against wall, or just the, the option to put your hands in your pockets and just walk away whistling. Get <laughs> a like, whistle. <laughs> So, oh, dude, I'm, I'm legitimately excited yeah. to play this game. This will be so, a lot. As soon of fun. as we're done recording this, I'm gonna install it on my laptop. I have a question. When you leave a server and then come back in, you said you can rejoin a different server if you want. Yeah. Do you come back in on the same place you left? You do. And in fact, people use that to grief. Yeah. So like if everyone's after Jack and he's like, oh, I quit, there's going to be like 20 people that stood <laughs> around his exit point. And then he comes back in, he's going to get brutal. Well, because your character, pres- persists, your character <laughs> persists across different servers, if two survivors are facing off, there's a cheat that some people are doing where they log out of one server, log into another, move <laughs> to a better location, in. and then come back in. Oh, wow. oh that's yeah. fucked up. Is it's pretty fucked up. Okay, is this PC only? But they're very... It's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. You'll like this, Gus. The people who make the mod, you cannot just make servers for it. You have to, like, apply... Because it's a persistent character across different servers. If somebody made a server that they then could nerf... They'd hack or... Like, you can't have yeah. a private server. Mm. They all have to be public. Interesting. So it's kind of like Minecraft, like, in that way, right? Uh, well, no, this is in the sense that if I had a private server, I could get a character, boost him way the hell up, and then join public servers. Oh, because it's a persistent character. I see, I see. Yeah. So say someone's shooting you from the lighthouse. It's all about your stuff. It's all about your stuff, because the moment you die, you lose all your stuff, and there's no leveling your character or anything like that. But if you die, and you lose your car, and you lose your rifle, and you lose your assault rifle, and you're like, fuck! You're going to burn your fucking house down. Then, yeah, then you're, just back, then you're just back with your goddamn gun and your, your, your beans. beans. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, guess I'll eat my beans now. <laughs> all right, all right, that's it. Right, 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 right. right. So where are we going to go eat? 